Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Wow. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, that grumble, give a whistle. And this will make da da da. Da da da. Oh, we's look on the bright side of life. Always look on the bright side of life. Whistling is not a good idea into the phone, probably. Well, everybody, today, um, Eric Jackowitz from the Cooties is my guest. Next week is Alex Young, usually plays the sax, but he's just going to be the guest. I hope he brings his sax along with him. And then Danny LaBelle, Liza Skinner. That's just in the near future. So, um, oh, by the way, Cody Woods did a video with me, and I put it on Twitter and Instagram, so go check it out. One is just a little promo with the most adorable dog in the world. It's like, if you go to my Twitter feed or Instagram, it's like the last two or three on there. They're easy to find. And the other one is this thing called, uh, you know that song, Fats Domino? I'm walking. Oh, yes, indeed, I'm talking. We did a real cool video with me just walking around my neighborhood, and we're going to do uh, another one next week. Maybe me walking around Vaughn's. So, fun stuff. No, he really did a nice job on that walking video. It was, we went, it was like 12.30 at night, we were hanging out, and he had his really cool camera, and um, I just said, let's walk around the neighborhood, and I, and I did, and we put, he put it together, and he really made it cool. So check it out, Cody Woods, thank you, and um, that's it. So enjoy the show, and we had such a good time. It is really fun having guests back, and... Like I said, I think the week after next, we're going to add a musician. I created it where we have sort of a triangle, 10 feet, 10 feet, 10 feet. And uh, that'll be even extra fun. And um, Aristotle, is there anything you want to say? Go vote. Go vote. Do it. I know it seems a little uh, <laughs> at times useless, especially after these debates. But do it. God, do it. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I like it. I like it. I like it, Aristotle. People are always happy to hear from you. You know, you bring sunshine into people's lives. You don't realize it. But just your name alone mixed with your personality 
What more could you ask for? Uh, well, we're going to join today's show already in progress. I always wanted to say that. Well, sure. It's a professional show. I know how to start it. <laughs> Seriously, no joking. Let's stop the joking. Stop it. Enough. If a 10-year-old says it to a 5-year-old, <laughs> what's he say? I forget. You need to grow up. Grow up. <laughs> you know what you need to do? Grow up. Hey, I pooped my pants again. Ugh. You're five. You're five. Grow up. Grow up. Wow. Now, if I had a kid and he pooped in his pants, uh, just to make him feel better, I'd take off my pants, shit all over his head. <laughs> No, just to be like, welcome to Brooklyn. Welcome to Brooklyn. <laughs> Daddy. I, go, I don't know why. Every time you shit in your pants, it makes me shit on your head. Do you know what the story you'll tell after that? He never shit again. <laughs> Some people tell stories like that. They go, well, the, do you ever hear the expression, the ends doesn't justify the means? Yes. You, you misguided person. I'm happy to have you here, Eric. It's such a thrill to be here. Thank you. I don't enjoy a show unless I set the scene. I can't move past it. I always think, what if, Todd, everybody that listens to the show knows? I, I like to repeat it, you know? Yeah. So we're back here. There is a fire lit to our right. Truth. We change over truth instead of George Carlin. We just say yep. truth now. There is a fire lit, a nice crackling fire with real wood. We're outside. There's a big torch on the table. We're underneath. The, there's a deck above me, so it's... You know, created like a room. I have an outdoor little fireplace over here. I'm licking a, a CBD popsicle right now. Mm-hmm. Which, thank you, by the way, we want to thank the good people over at... <laughs> CBD popsicles. CBD, CBD popsicles. 
Skibidi Bop, CBD Popsicles. They are a sponsor of the show. Matter of fact, someone's sitting in from them. They're writing a story about the show tonight, so that's nice to have them there. <laughs> they're doing an article. Oh, for they're not gonna. CBD oh, Popsicle Weekly. Are you gonna type? Oh, she's nodding. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be. I knew that someone was coming by tonight from yeah. the from the from CBD Popsicles. <laughs> you say that CBD CBD Popsicles CBD. He used to play for the Brooklyn Dodgers, right? <laughs> say it again. CBD Popsicles. How do you say that? Go slow. So go like ski bop a dee bop, but just don't use the K. CBD. How dare you make that sound easy? Here's CBD what you do. Popsicles. You go bop bop. Here's what you do. You go. <laughs> I'll make it real easy. Okay. Well, tell me what you're saying. All right. Say say CBD the word. Just say the word. Right. Say it. CBD popsicles. Okay. Say it fast like you've been saying it. CBD popsicles. Okay. Then I go. Oh, that's hard to say. I go slow it down. Here's what you do. You go. Oh no. All you gotta do is go. Skibbity pop pop pop. Bitty beep beep. Drop out the A. That's not helping me. Todd, it's easy. You just have to go. Scap I know. Yeah, I'm scared, man. Shake a maracas. All right, that's gonna. So she showed. She brought an actual typewriter. She's no, the weird thing is it's a computer, but she 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 has that sound effect. She's, she's laughing. The, she's the CBD she's popsicle the, stenographer. Are you the CBD? I had a hard time. Truth, saying Zach Galavanakis's name. I still have to very. So I used to go. I just did this for like five years. I would go when I wanted to reference him. I would go. You know, Zach And that was that was real because I knew I would stutter upon his last name, and it became hard for me to say. And then I finally just figured out how to learn learned how to say it. But anyway, I go Zach Galvanavanavan. You know what I'm talking about. So anyway, that's that. When do you ever say his last name? Like when you're. I wouldn't just say like Zach if we were talking about. Uh, like a lot of things like on you see something on YouTube or oh you know uh, I would because there's more than you one talk Zach. to YouTube <laughs> what do you I, talk to YouTube do I talk no like amongst friends like hey did you see oh, that right, new right, thing right. Zach Alvin Avin 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 Avagus is doing <laughs> or did you see uh, if, between two friends I wouldn't use his name I would go did you see between two friends people right. know that's him but a lot of other things yeah and I would oh, Zach Alvin Avin 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 I go you know who's going to be performing on that show like if it was at Largo, yeah. I goes they said the, Zach Alvin Avin 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 and I love you so and yes I know so here we are here we are and uh, it's nice and and it's really nice to have you here and in case Cody listens I want you to know that I did take the time to not exclude you out of that basically it's Daniel Keno I'm talking about that's a joke guess no that's like oh they're letting the camera guy fill in because the other guy. Drop dead. Yeah, it's like uh, you know when a people mercy. bring up an audience member for a Dang. second, you know, make an example of yeah. him or her. And he listens to the show, and he always tells me. He always comes every time he sees me. He tells me nine things. He, and yeah. he goes, "See, I listen." I'm like, "Yeah, but is it against your will? You seem angry." And I, you know, <laughs> I don't need to say this, but obviously, I have great affection for Daniel, and I'm yeah. kidding. But that's true stuff that he does. So I just know he's listening and he has this him and Blake Wexler, they have special things, radar detectors almost. They can tell yeah. when podcasts and they will go there and I know that Daniel Con he's here now. He's laughing. But he's listening and he's like, God, how do you find out, Daniel? Do you do a search on the internet? It's sad. And let me tell you something. It's sad what he does. He needs to grow up. He <laughs> No, he needs to grow up. Seriously. Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> grow up no he because he grow hello, hello. grow up como se dice grow up uh, <laughs> ay, grow ay, up ay, papi, grow yes up. 
Go and off, Todd. No, people need to grow up. I don't know how to, you know. Empty. Hey, grow up. Hey, I'm growing up here. Yeah, why are you beeping your horn? Grow up. Hey. Yeah, that doesn't apply for <laughs> traffic. Yeah. Grow hey, up. Hey, grow up. I hey. was ahead of you. Grow up. Hey. Grow up. Grow up. He's got a PA on his. Not only does he blow that horn, but he has a big, like a police bolt. Yeah, he's just trucker. Uh, Grow up. Yeah, you in the speedboat. Grow up. Enough with that horn. I said I want to let the show over here be different. It's an outdoor show. It should have like cricket sounds. Make the signs appropriate for the atmosphere. Like use it as an example to just play with your sound effects. You don't have to jam the same ones in. That you did inside the studio. Let it be. And then I get a truck horn a day later, and I love it. <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense, but now I can't stop it. I'm going to get a train because your train makes sense. I just why, thought why about would that. Because a train, make a train more could sense. be coming by. Uh, There's no trucks coming by my house. Right. Like, well, there could be. People have like nice houses and they build them next to highways. And then when you play the sound effect, you put sunglasses on and say, I live on the other side of the tracks. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up already. Going back to Daniel. He needs to grow up. Have you seen him lately? What? No, what? Daniel? What about him? It's hard to describe, but he needs to grow up. Oh, my God. Did you see him at the improv? Did you hear what happened? No. Okay. Look, he's my friend. But <laughs> the, the waiter came outside, and the yeah. way he was talking to he just needs to grow up. He just up. needed to grow the F off. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm so glad that you're saying this, and I know he's going to hear it, but it's, sometimes it's good for him to hear. He knows that I love him. We're like brothers, but he needs to grow up. Todd, more people need to be having this conversation that we're having right now, and I feel like people need to, like, grow up. Thank you. Thank you. That's the problem with people today. They need to grow up. Right? Yeah. Grow up. Grow up already. Hey. You see that group of people and they're crying for your respect and you're not only not helping, you're making fun of them? Grow up! Grow up! Come on! Grow up! Are you at Lowe's? Grow up! What are you doing at Lowe's? Wait, I go to Lowe's every day. That's Lowe's is my cheat. You know how sometimes people have Burger King as their cheat or something they do? My cheat day, my my cheat going out more than I have to. I love Lowe's and I'm always... And I don't buy shit I don't need, but I get stuff I need. Do you feel like you're cheating on Home Depot? No. Okay. Lowe's is the same. You just luck out. You know, um, I go there so much that I know all, like... You know any, all the employees. Any, any, hey, employee that's, any employee that's in the stand-up comedy at Lowe's, yeah. I know very well. Because, like, the one guy who works here, he, I think he does listen to the podcast. I hope he hears this. His name's Lance. And um, so if they're into if they're into stand up comedy and you know like just like the scene that we all know like you know like I'm not Daniel Tosh or somebody that everybody knows but usually if so, that's why I go if they're into stand up and they know the world of stand up. Right. Don't then, don't shortchange yourself. Though. What? Uh, but you know you know what I'm talking about. You're on. Netflix. I'm like Martin Short and then I overly compliment myself. <laughs> no, I know what you mean I'm like Steve Martin but on his bad days. Anyway, I'm but, like Steve Martin after he like quit stand up. So, so, um, so he's always so nice, and, and I realized something. Steve Martin? <laughs> yes, he works at Home Depot. Total sweetheart. I swear to God. Oh, uh, that's what you say 
Uh, that's what you say about a person, like a celebrity that you only met once for a second. You go, oh yeah, oh I met I met uh, Andre three thousand, total sweetheart. It makes you look like you really know. Yeah, and it's complimentary, so you don't seem negative, but it's still yeah, full of shit. Because that person was nice to you for three seconds. Right. Weird Al. Uh, oh my a, god, I met him one time. Sweetheart. I met him one time backstage at Largo. Total sweetheart. He spoke uh, for three seconds. He does have a good reputation. He does. He should for be proud like of that. that. He should be proud of that. Yeah. He always has a great reputation. You know what? He's a sweetheart. He's a... Th- <laughs> no, he is a sweetheart. You know what, Al? Al, if I call you Al or... <laughs> call Al, me Al. Weird Al, Weird Al, Yankovic. I'm going to give you the Mr. Rogers Award of longstanding being in this business and treating everybody you run in with them with dignity and kind and anybody that does something little with you or big with you they all do they walk away they go he was such a nice guy and that's not for one year or two years consistently like Fred Willard that's right Mr. Yankovic and I don't know I know you might not I met Fred Willard once you met Fred Willard I met him at at a backyard party total sweetheart (laughs) glory glory hallelujah not there yet. But anyway, I just wanted to say that Weird Al is a sweetheart. <laughs> Weird but, Al is my little, little sweetheart. Uh, he's a he little sweetie. Let's act like we both Weird try to Al. act like we know him better. I, mean, I love him so much. He's so good at getting anyone. You talk about Weird Al like he's a puppy. Yeah, like we're both trying to say we know him better. So you we were oh, competing. Yeah. Oh, I, oh I Weird Al. Oh, Weird Al is, oh. oh, my God. You met him? Sweet. I did. Oh, cool. Largo once. Cool. We were performing in the same show. Oh, cool, cool. Nice. Total sweetheart. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I work with him. Really? He's so He's like, adorable. I met him one time, dude. He was like, I just want to squeeze all I met Weird Al. I need to borrow money. I'm like, fine. He's borrowing money from me, but I couldn't. I just hello, Mr. President. I squeezed his face in and mushed it with a flare of pliers. I ripped his tongue out. Play with his little ears. Play with his little tummy. How old we are? Hello, Weirdy. <laughs> We're best friends. Okay. Oh God, I'm not. So, I'm gonna, I gotta share something with you. All right. Oh please, I hope this is recording. This is the first week <laughs> I've actually done it. Recording. Well, no, it is. It says it is. I'm gonna tell you the truth. After this week, I told, the listen, I told the listeners this. We do have Jonathan coming back with Aristotle, and the next time, not only are they gonna finish the studio. But they're going to do everything out here. But I don't want to be one of those f- podcasts. I'll say those fucking podcasts that the quality is shitty. No, you can say the F word. Bear, bear, with, <laughs> <laughs> bear with me. It, this secondary studio, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's going to get better and then it's going to be great because they're going to set everything. We Velcro it all down. It won't be moved. This is, but you know, last week I know we had that sound issue with the music. Oh, I'm hoping it doesn't happen Oh, my happen God. Again. Someone spoke to me about that. Oh, <laughs> so... Thomas so, Lennon, total sweetheart. So, oh, he is. No, you know what the thing about you, Thomas Lennon. So so nice. You don't have to give me a thousand dollars for my kid's birthday present. On Quibi. Um, yo, Quibi rules, by the way. Watch your mouth. <laughs> no, seriously, not with my mom. And she's <laughs> sleeping in the next room. <laughs> That's not. That means vagina, right? Quibi is her trigger word. People think I have it. Probably a, do I mention my People mom? Think. I do the free pussy banner at the house, and then that. I don't know. It's funny to me. It may. Hey, if any therapists know that it means something, because I definitely do make those jokes a lot. I want to know what it is, and if it's something I should control because not I'm told to. But oh yeah, that's weird. Maybe it's fine. Doctor Kevin Sousa, figure it out. Someone send him the mile therapist? marker. What is that? Your actual therapist? 
No, he's not. Kevin, my friend Kevin is a therapist, okay. and he was almost Dr. Kevin Sousa forever. Now he's actually Dr. Sousa. Whoa. And I ask him questions, and I'll tell you what, it is a great representation of even just what surface uh, therapy can do. Like, maybe you don't have problems that are as deep as other people's. I'm not negating anybody's problems that are deep, because then that just takes a different level of therapy to get you to a different place. But sometimes it's just, if topically you sometimes could have someone to help you with logic and being fair and just... And in Sarah Silverman's sister in, in Israel, I've learned this, when I was visiting, I found it out, and she, her sister mentioned it casually, and I loved it, and I thought, oh, every family should have this. It's so monumental. They should just have a therapy appointment five days a week. And whoever needs it, there's always somebody that could have some ration and use it in their life to express themselves. So if the mom, sometimes I use it three weeks in a row, she says, nobody, and then one, and she goes, they utilize it. So their coping skills have been met with mature, rational, educated, someone that does it for a living, learning how to listen and communicate, egregiously affecting the well-being of the whole family. Egregious isn't the word. So I have Kevin for that, and I'm very appreciative. To not want to go maybe to a... Sh I don't need it maybe once a week, but I do need it. Like, if I didn't have him, I hope I would be one of those people that just had a, a, every two weeks. Just, But it, I probably wouldn't. So I'm very fortunate for him. So he's like a therapist, but he's not your therapist. No. So he like kind of offers you fun advice. He, you know what he said? He goes, you know, technically I shouldn't do this. He goes, you know, I can do whatever I want. It's not illegal, but it's as a friendship. And I go, you know, it's funny you say that, Kevin, that I realize that once I have a right to, to be def defiant and not hear what you're saying and just keep going, no, I, I please. But the truth is when that happens, it's probably going to slowly, you just, I get it, you're smart, you just, you won't do it. You won't make a big deal about it, you'll be like, you know what, maybe talk to your, maybe you need somebody. I feel like I don't want to get in the way of it. You will back out so quick before, you're, it looks like you're just doing preventive. So well, I don't want to get there because it's, right. so when I do get frustrated and when I really want to argue, I go, the odds are he's making sense. So just ask questions, don't fight it if it's different than you thought you wanted the outcome. And that's only happened like, Two or three times. Uh, usually he tells me, I go, oh, thank you. I know it's great advice. I take it. I'm not there to fight. If it's uh, Half the battle is getting the information to people mm. than fighting to take it. If you just went knowing they're knowledgeable, it would be like a banker handing you money. You'd keep taking it. You wouldn't yeah. fight them. If I was a therapist, I would just say, grow up. Grow Get out of my office. You suck. Grow up, right? <laughs> That should be you. It's 2020. Grow up. <laughs> what does that even mean? Especially what does like it mean? That, there's so many different things that's going on. I'll right tell now. you what it means. Okay. It means we live in a world right now where I get sometimes people think the race card was unnecessarily used. I get it. Most of the time, I think it was always appropriately used. But I get it. When it's misused, I get it takes away, they say, the severity of when it's real. But if we can't agree now that, yeah, of course, that is racism. Whatever you thought racism meant, maybe you thought it was something different, so that's why you thought there was. But if you go, seriously, without any sarcasm, look like what racism is, you'll go back to the scene right now and go, oh, God, yes, this is. 
this ah. is. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you have a definition of it that's off what it means. But if they don't things out are fucking unproportionally out of control now, I get it. Maybe there's one situation where you go, oh, that one, I sort of thought the cops were right. You can think that, but if you go, no, but overwhelmingly, there is a fucking problem. And now's not the time to lead with it and go, Okay, yeah, it's a great time to go, no. I might say sometimes it's unnecessarily pulled, but here's a great opportunity to go, do you ever think it exists? If this isn't it, then what has to happen for you to call it racism? And I'm going to tell you something. Grow up. Grow up, white people. Grow up. You're racist and you don't know Come why. on, go. You're better than grow that. Up. It's all right to learn. Grow up. You got to grow up. We should start a new podcast called Grow, grow up. up and and Go Off. Grow up. Can we find a theme for it? Yeah. Okay, hold on. No. Grow up with Eric and Todd. <laughs> it's grow up and go off with Todd and Eric. It's good. Can you give me another one? It's grow up and go off. No. It's grow up with Todd Glass and Eric. Jackowitz. Grow up. Let's do that again. Ready? Grow up. <laughs> oh, we have a great. Okay. There's a problem with this, and I feel like I should maybe, if I keep having. Oh, wait. How do I know? Oh, I hear it in the speaker. Yeah. yeah. Ah. These things are great, but yet I don't know if it's because I mistreat them, but they take the iPad. You basically can take a mic cord plug it into this it has a little dial on it and then that into the iPad it's like a little DI box for the iPad okay. but it has volume on it which I love because when you're doing volume for the show or even now I don't want to have to use my finger it's, it's sometimes going old fashioned is easier you know what I mean an old knob is just when you're doing the show you just whoop you're not dragging it or your finger right. misses you know you're going to put your hand on that knob and it's going to do exactly what you want you're never going to miss because you touched it at the wrong angle so that's what that is right there so that's basically and it's crackling. Can you hear? Could you hear it a few times? Just twice. Well, I'm sorry, everybody. Well, anyway, how long have we been going? Wow, we're, we're doing good. That was the cold opening. Is that crazy? Now we're in act one of the Todd Glass show. This was, that's the cold opening. And that's like the people listen to the show. And then all of a sudden now the show. My guest tonight is the great Eric Jackowitz. You could say from the cooties. Played drums on the on the Todd Glass Show, but tonight Mr. Eric Jackowitz, who has sometimes sat in the studio and played drums, and you know his infamous voice as he yells from a distance, the infamous words of, oh, you left the Crisolis in the fridge, what's the matter with you? Oh, come on, we didn't need to take this shit when we came over here all the way from Avellino. Your grandfather, when he came over here, we were making sauce, we were stirring the sauce all day. Oh, come on! You got Vafangul. You're my Vafangul. You know that? You know that? When you look at me, you see Vafangul. You say Stugas, you say Stunan. Sure. That's him. I tell him, and, and, and by the way, I love building bits right on the show, but Vinny, my girlfriend's brother, that bit... Me too. It kills me. Like I have you in my friend in my phone as Spaghetti Eric, and I know your name is Jackowitz. 
Um, and <laughs> because it was some reason just dead from the background. But you, you, these words, and we try to do you, but we can't think of the words. I go, what does he say? It's not pepperoni. That's all the word I could think of was pepperoni. Yeah, so, but it's move the mic away because there's something about when you were over at the drums, you're like, not, you're not even supposed to be. Like, who is this guy? Just, hey, fettuccine. So we're going to come back to it. Okay, so there's that. And that is the opening of the Todd Glass Show. Here we are. So nice of you to bring this grand piano. Oh, well, you know, my sister gave it to me. She got murdered in a boating accident. <laughs> and then uh, the whole boat went kaboom boom. <laughs> and all that was left was the piano. All and that my, was left was the piano. And my sister's bones. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had to pay for because my dumb brother-in-law didn't dust it out of the piano. Which I had to pay, pay the weight extra for. Yeah. So anyway, I'm schlepping her ass across the country. Chris grass, Chrissy Chris. Can I, I want to talk about something. And then That's I, also I, one of my favorite bits ever, which is just usually like, tacked on at the end of a line or something like that like in a show or something when people say and I had to pay extra for this like yeah. <laughs> after something serious that's yeah. like the greatest you know yeah, who's the best at that Henry Winkler oh you're right his character yeah he does always does the thing where it's like at the end of his line he goes and here's something I'm saying I'm gonna say that makes me sound really cheap right as he walks away yeah or wow that's a oh, great I think Fred like, Willard wow. had that ability totally. too right oh I, I didn't know you had to pay for ketchup yeah <laughs> You're right, Henry Winkler, especially on, uh, I think he does that a lot on, you know it's great when a show is popular and for whatever the reason, you just didn't watch it. I yeah. don't know why, I remember everybody talking about it. There's a few of these things. I know, I, know, I remember everybody, they talked about how good it was. Yeah, Happy but, Days. Uh, <laughs> Happy Days is great too. Happy Days is awesome. Um, he never really made any Jewy remarks at the end. <laughs> No, what do you, wait. As what? the cool guy, the Fonz, like he never really did that. He developed that later. What? Oh yeah, no, no, he wasn't. Well, he he developed. I mean, as he developed as an actor. Yeah. So when people say, "Oh, I got typecast," and look, I'm not saying there are odd situations, but I'm, I might be wrong. I might be mm -hmm. wrong. I genuinely might be wrong. I don't want to make a creative judgment when I'm off a little bit. But it seems is it that when people say, "Oh, they they were typecast," well. There are a lot of actors that don't get typecast. Now, would they say that's because they were able to act? out of that image of them because it's not like you can think of three i get it a lot do get typecast but is, yeah. is that because they don't have the ability because some people that you would absolutely think would be typecast you would be like you could see how the story on henry winkle was all oh, after fonzie he just never could do anything else but no right yeah and there's and there's so many people uh, that uh, i don't even want to start listening because i know we could think of 50 within uh, within 15 minutes 50 or and more so is it that the actors that can't get out of it went on auditions and it didn't, didn't. You know what it is? I think it's you got typecast for a while, and then that show ended, or movie you know already happened, and you become this thing. And then a couple years later, somebody puts you in their thing as a joke to play the opposite character of like what you were. So like everyone knew Henry Winkler as the Fonz, and then all of a sudden he's playing like a nebbish. I know that's fun to watch, isn't it? Or like Neil Patrick Harris in. Uh, Harold and Kumar right. that totally resurrected his career because oh he's Doogie Howser but now he's like I'm a dick you know not only not only does it work maybe maybe back then it was different or maybe we'll split the difference um, 
but you're right. Now it works to the advantage of uh, it's it's fun. It's not only does it work; it's better than if they were right. known for being nice. And it's f- and they're good. And you're watching act. You're judging acting as you're just enjoying the theater of it. Yeah. Because you're going, wow, look how good he is, and you can't. You constantly think how good he is. You might think, well, how good is he? If you're thinking that, you are. You're able to do both. Yeah. You're able to be. I never thought he could act this way because I had this preconceived yeah. notion of how he acted. And now you just love him, and you're always aware that like, oh, that's so cool. Like he developed, and now he's this, and who knew he was that? And the, yeah. You know, other there's many other actors that do that too, and it's always fun to watch. Especially, it's fun to find out an actor that you really like has your sense of humor by like you know who does between two ferns like early on like you right. had to be yeah Zach Galvin having 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 all right so here's what we're going to talk about okay a little not serious but I think it's a good I'm going to put glasses on I don't usually do that by the you way you look like Trumbo right now really <laughs> is that glasses. good yeah it's really good okay thank you we went over we went we moved over to uh, Misfit Toys and that's like part of see there's a company called Art 19 and then over there there's different like Things that they produce and podcasts are one of them. When you vote, vote yes. When you R19. vote yes, for look, here's what wants to happen. Jimmy Pardo wants to wipe out the whole podcast community. <laughs> he told me personally, we got to stop him. I was too afraid to tell him on the phone. So we went o- we went over to there and um, and the, we're uh, trying to just throw the love around. That's it, simplest. And then uh, I'm sure this list will grow. But Doug Benson, uh, Jen Kirkman, Jimmy Pardo. And Mike Schmidt, uh, the forty-year-old boy, and um, and then we and he has like this little co-op over there, and he's going to try to build it, and you know, and it's uh, it's it's just a fun change. Change is fun sometimes. What do you mean a co-op? And like an actual food co-op? I don't fucking know. It's fucking <laughs> Matt Mel- Matt Belknap's telling me I hang up. I can't remember, but I but I'm excited about it. It's like we're moving over with Art Nineteen. I love the name Art Art Nineteen. Can I admit it? Can I admit that I love the name Art Nineteen? Art Nineteen being a part of it. I like it. I What's Art19 doing? I am Art19. I am Art19. We are a new company in the future. We I so am anyway, your grandpa robot. Go listen to those other shows. Spread the love around. What's the worst thing? You'll end up liking it. So, uh, and, uh, and there you go. And Doug Benson, it's sad. I mean, what happened to him? He, you know what, what he needs to, to do? Total sweetheart. <laughs> I was going one way, you were going the other, and it was great. We crossed right over each other. I swing back around. I swing back around. Oh. I swing back around. No, you seriously, you know what he needs to do? What? Grow, grow up. up. <laughs> Who are we talking about? Doug Benson. Doug Benson. And with him grow- smoking that reefer. Uh, gr- grow up. Grow up. Doug. Doug. Grow up, right? Grow oh, up. How do you tell him? Oh, this is so funny you bring this up because I did a show today. Nice and I bong. It's, I just want to say grow up. Grow up. Cut, wait, really? <laughs> no, come on. Oh. The guys who smoke weed and then talk shit about other people that smoke no. weed. Yeah, it's one thing we do it. It's fun. We enjoy ourselves, but we're not. It's one thing to do it every night, but yeah. all day? No, it's sad. It's the Todd Glass Show with Eric Jackowitz, everybody. All through the night, we got the fire going, and we're feeling good. The show goes on. The show goes on. Aggressively stop. Um, I want to play something for you that Joe sent me today, and we're going to talk about something. I'm going to give you a little tease here, so when I find this, you know we have something to look forward to. This new show has, you know, I know what I'm doing. 
We're going to talk about Donald Trump and analyze Ooh. it in a very, but not only about the, I'll be very, about the specific thing about feeling guilt about uh, hoping <laughs> that he would pass away. Sure. I just got to say it. I got to put it out there. And I very, I hopefully mature feelings about that. And, um, and uh, by the way, it's probably not what you think. I, I totally understand it. And I do too. I'm trying to rationalize uh, that it might not be such a bad thing, but also leaving myself open to someone spiritual that agrees, but yeah. knows how to say it different. Maybe it's wording, but however you say it, I don't give a shit. I got to tell you, I can't be a hypocrite. Yes, I'm trying to make it. I saw a tweet today that said something about like, if you're not going through this process of we are, not wishing even pain, if you're not going through that process, you're going to, in hindsight, you're going to realize you lacked empathy, <laughs> which is so brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Whether you agree or not, we get what that person's saying. Like, what you think is making you look humane, it might yeah. not. Like, you don't realize you've been being racist by proxy for the last 50 years or however, however To anybody long. with right, him. that's what I mean, yeah. Any person, even any human being, and now now with people, not a, but it now just this is a past. litmus test for empathy. Yeah, like the, that thought, you know, oh, but I'm going to bring sense to it. And maybe you'll be able to go, oh, I, I like saying it that way. It doesn't make me look like a monster. So we're going right. to talk about that. But what I'm going to do is, before I do that, and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to hold on here. Um, hold on. Da -da -da -da. Da -da -da. Don't go anywhere, everybody. We'll be right back with the Todd Glass Show after this. You know what? I don't like. Later, Todd Glass will come back to the podcast and do bits. I don't like this when I can't do things. Todd Glass had to step away for a second to futz with his iPad. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Joe sent me one, and now it's not here, and it was a good one. They're oh, calling it Todd's Confused. <laughs> what do you think? Should I keep trying to find it? What? Oh, I guess I don't know. I'm, it's a surprise. No, it's just the little thing that Joe sent me. Oh, here it is. Who cares, though, at this point? Anyway, Joe just sent me it was a song we used to do. And, um... And now back to the Todd Glass Show. And now, and now are you kidding me? Presented please. by CBD Popsicles. <laughs> CBD Popsicles. When you want to get high, but you just end up falling asleep. Oh, that's right. You talked about those popsicles. Keep talking about CB. <laughs> I'm not, folks. I'm so sorry. I hope I'm talking close to the mic enough. Uh, I know C people say that CBD works for them, but I don't think it exists. What I is think, it? I think CBD is a deep state hoax. What is it? It's the non-psychoactive ingredient of weed. So apparently there's THC and CBD. And cannabinoids and THC. Wow, it's confusing to be honest. Well, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I have to know these things. Lucky for you, I'm here. You know what? I don't what, think man? this is important, Joe. If you sent it to me, I'm I'm very upset with you because you did it. And is it a joke? Is it a prank? Oh, I send it in a zigzag form, where it zigzags from one email to the other. But this, I do want to play, Joe. And and we'll be proud we did this. And. I've always said every... And then we're going to talk about Trump. Okay. But I've always said that, uh, you know, maybe your eternal life here is people talking about you after you're gone. Your legacy. Your legacy, maybe. And that's... You go... That is actually real. It's not the person, but either is they when you may pretend 
that their legacy is meeting up somewhere else. You're not sure of that either. So the one thing we know might not be as good as you're going to meet up. That's the most comforting, but probably not realistic. Otherwise, it's, yeah. it would, of course, I would love that to see my dad. But meantime, maybe it's um, that... Uh, it's just weird knowing that my Lego, my legacy will be having a big ass dick. Your what? <laughs> your what? Your legacy will a be big ass dick. Oh. <laughs> you know my least favorite part about talk show zooms. There's are not enough air horns. <laughs> a, there's not enough air horns, but I don't like they do this on Stern sometimes. Like they'll zoom with the guest. Oh, and yeah. at the end of the Zoom, they go, okay, bye. Like it's a phone call or something. And it just feel, it takes me out of it because I wasn't thinking that you're on Zoom. Right, right, time. right. You don't, yeah. Like, okay, thanks, Jimmy Kimmel. All right, bye. Okay. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> just listening right, to your right, phone right, call? Right. Just let it end like an interview. Yeah. yeah okay. Hey, hey thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks guest. That was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, bye. Chris Pratt, <laughs> bye. Yeah. yeah. All right, great talking to you, pal. <laughs> it's Elvis Presley, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> bye, Elvis. All right. Bye. Great to see you. All right, bye. <laughs> All right, Bob. Thank you. I gotta go now. All right. So we were talking about a little while ago. We got got interrupted myself. All right, later. About uh, well, I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> about um, and I know I went out of sync, and I know exactly where I'm going. We're gonna give tribute to someone, and then we're gonna talk about that Trump thing. I know how to keep you baited. Sure, you want my input. Try try skipping 15 second forward. You know what I'll do? I'll be I there waiting. You. I'll be like, I'm still here. Hey, uh, still here. Heard you skipped 15 oh, seconds. I'm skipking the 15 was seconds. Was I boring No, to was you? I boring? Head back. No, you listened to it all over. I'll never miss that. You missed a big plot point of my podcast. You missed a little big plot point of my little bitty podcast. You're going to miss everything. You're going to miss everything now. Always all hinging on that one joke. And now you missed it because you're skipping around. What are you in a hurry for? Okay, listen. laundry. I'm doing laundry as I talk I'm to you. Doing laundry over hey, here. Hey, here's spaghetti. So, um, so oh. our legacy. We're talking about our legacy. Yep. And I really, look, I knew Helen Reddy songs. You know, you couldn't help but grow up when I grew up and knew them. And But, if, of course, sometimes when somebody dies, and I, I think I might have sort of realized this a few years ago, but it really impacted me. What? Like, first of all, that song is just an amazing anth- anthem. Way To be like this young girl in, she's from... I forget what country she's from, and then just turn into this with really powerful songs, and uh, it's just such a simple song. But like, if you listen to the words, I hope I'm not over. No. Does, does it make sense? You're like, well, this somebody was saying this in 1970, and empowering a lot of women, uh, and uh, such a long time ago, and that's her legacy. And you know, you just see her as this young young girl, and then she uh, she got older and yeah. still performed, and it was pretty it was pretty cool. And uh, she's to really be admired. She's really to be admired. You know, she did what you're supposed to do while you're on this planet, and that's try to look. I know everybody thinks they make it better, so those really sentiment don't really change anybody's opinion. Like yeah, when I yeah. say, "Oh, well, you're here, you should make people breathe easier." Well, it's not like even hardcore tr- Trump supporters go. I don't believe that's true. No, they think they're doing that until you deemed that you don't deserve that type of respect. That's the problem. Right. Hey, those are, that's like, you know, when um, somebody will go, oh, no, her mom's real sweet. Yeah, depending on who you are, of course, you'd be, you know, these people aren't monsters all the time. And there's times when I bet they're just really sweet. But, you know, hey. Yeah. Um, it's weird to think about the time period of when music was released. Like... There's a song, it was in Pulp Fiction. You know that song where it's like, brown, brown, brown. It's just electric guitar. No. Will you play it on the kazoo? Absolutely. Maybe I'll be able to understand it a little. 
Uh, by the way, tell the truth. What the, that kazoo, what's mm. it wrapped around? Tin foil. People cannot play kazoos mm. the other way. Mm. Um, no, the other way. And you hum. Mm. Mm. Hum. Right. Just. Mm. There you go. Mm. song using a lot of commercials and movies okay but it was released in like the early 50s by this guy named link ray mm-hmm. that song was illegal it was banned can we countries. listen to it later tonight absolutely what's it called again uh uh fuck i just it's okay link ray link ray. oh uh, just the artist it's rumble. rumble rumble by link ray but it was illegal because the distortion was so heavy and it was like the first thing that was like actually distorted but and you, what li- you listen to 51 or something like that. But now if you listen to it, it's like compared Which to all the music that's happened, you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. But back then it was like it it was putting people in jail. Yeah, it, it's hard to it is it put, it put that in the perspective. And hey, you know, music's a lot like comedy. You know, certainly the artists that have not mind growing as they aged uh, certainly stand the test of time. And that's it's usually the ones that, you know, you re- you know, there's some amazing artists that have grown over the years and it's fun to watch and it inspires me to grow, to yeah. go, you know, some things like when like Bruce Springsteen, some of the choices he made, he could have turned into like someone. Come on, Todd. Yeah, come on. Let us. We it's, can't share bathrooms with other people. No, instead he cancels his of, show. Uh, this, this is my impression of Todd Glass's Bruce Springsteen dream. Hey, Todd, you want to come on stage and play Born to Run? Get on up here. Wow. That was Todd Glass's Bruce Springsteen Dream. Thank you for having me up here. Oh my God, Bruce, I can't believe it. What am I? Oh, okay, sorry. Oh my God. Just need to stand there and dance. Okay, oh, I do that part? Okay, sorry. Oh, is that why the guy's pulling the mic? Three, two, one, dance. Look up, go. All right, now do it, tied five. I can't stand these people that wear their masks half under their nose. What do you have, a hero? something no matter what your nose looks like to me when it's hanging out it looks like a schnoz like a dumb if a nose can have a, 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 a an attitude yours is a schnoz and a dumb like a one yeah it's like disgusting because it hangs out and it's it's just it, it, to me it's like opening going like, disrespect you know your fucking nose is hanging out you, you yeah. put your fucking nose back in put your nose back in Alright, either or stay home or do nothing. I'd rather you do nothing. Cause ha- it's passive aggressive because you know when your nose is hanging out, you're fucking basically is a schlong. It's your nose schlong. Because what it represents is a big fucking disgusting nose hanging out. Even if it's little, it's ugly. Even if it's gorgeous, it's disgusting. Hanging out of there, just sticking out with your nostrils. You know why they're spread? Because it's a statement. You're like, I'm gonna act like I'm not aware. I'm not aware. And you know what these people need to do? They need to grow, grow up. up. Grow up. Grow up. Clear grow up. up, everybody. Grow up, everybody. You gotta catch Todd Glass on the Tonight Show with That's Johnny Carson next Saturday night. Woo! I love him. He's my favorite comic. You want?
want me to do an impersonation of Tom Jones for real? Absolutely. Okay. Here we go. I just, do you have dreams like that? One time I went to a Diana Ross concert. Well, I, she played at this place called the Valley Forge Music Fair, which was in Valley Forge. It was a 3,000 seat in the round. And, um, not to brag. Uh, yeah, not to brag. But I did work there, and then you could sometimes get tickets to the shows. And I went on a yeah. night off, and I went and saw Diana Ross. I sat in the second row, and I was like about eight, 19 at the most, 18 probably. And I was thinking she would make eye contact with me and like, yeah. like think I'm handsome. <laughs> Like, like, wow! I'm young, Who's I'm, that? Wow. I'm you... young. I'm nine, eighteen. I remember thinking, like, for eighteen, you know, you're just, you know, wow, you're she's so got to be, she's got to be forty or something, <laughs> yeah. even then, or, you know, like, and I'm like, hey, and I was like, trying. She never gave a shit. That's when I realized she didn't look at anybody. You're a handsome she's, young man. Yeah. <laughs> I have dreams like that where, like, my favorite drummers come up to me after a night, uh, oh. after I'm playing. They're like, hey, you were really good tonight, and nothing happens. Nothing interesting happens. It's just like, hey, you were really good tonight. I like you. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody has. Um, oh, God. Everybody dreams. Everybody dreams. No, everybody <laughs> has those. To say that. They're not even real. They're, hey, they're uh, more like, it could happen. <laughs> hey, have you heard about this? Everyone's dreaming. Everybody. Hey, you know what they need to do? What else is in the news? Grow up. Nobody's dreaming. No one dreams you anymore. Want some Tom Grow Jones? Up. Yeah. That's it. I just do the <laughs> music. I don't sing it. Hey, how'd really. all these people get in my room? It's not unusual. Hey, say things and then we play that. I don't care what it is. It's the name of the segment of the show. Am I right? You are. Yes, I am. That's right. Okay, play. say something. Hey, I'm a bellboy. And I'm here to take your bags to your room. Hey, it's Walrus Night here at the movie theater. Hey, I just found a quarter. quarter. <laughs> All right, listen, stop the insanity. Like Susan Powers said years ago, I think that was her name. We're 45 minutes in. That's when I feel like relaxed. 45. So we're going to play this song. I just trust me, everybody. I always say, I don't mind if I get lost if I come back. If you go... Well, Todd, it's a pivotal moment in the show. Yeah, if you start talking about uh, Helen Reddy and play this song, and then you move on to talk about uh, feelings about you know wishing ill on somebody as far as the president of the United States goes, you say, yeah, Todd, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Well, guess what, everybody? I got news for you, and uh, you're going to be very proud of me because I'm proud of you. Everybody dreams. Everybody dreams.
in sync, and then it made me laugh. You knew to took breaths while I was going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would see you load up with hair to come back <laughs> over, and that made me laugh. You're like, I see you over there, like, here I go. Here I go. <laughs> So, Helen Reddy, that song really, you know, it's easy to laugh it off or worry, oh, is that cool that I think that's, I get, it's so insecure over songs sometimes, but it really is, if you're, whatever you're going through, the strength, whether you're going through, uh, you know, addiction problems or whatever, just to, like, to me that says, that was somebody, think about it, uh, a very young person and, and wanted to write music and sat down and wrote that and, and, uh, and it was very powerful and it helped a lot of people feel exactly what she was trying to fe- make them feel like. And so it's productive while you're here. It's using your time crazy wisely. That song is better that it was here on this planet. And we went back to saying people, you know, the people like that shit. Remember when we were saying, like, you're only here. It's like if you said to someone that is n- never okay with any change, you know, those people. Yeah. And you said, you know, we're only here to make people breathe easier. Again, I know they, don't, they think they are. I get it. And that's important to remember because... Otherwise, you're not going to change other people. You have to hit it at a different level. That's not a level you can have. We're just here to make be kind. Well, they don't think they're unkind. And it's, if you're going to change them, it's got to be a little deeper than that than just, you know, telling them to be kind. But they could, and I'm being serious, they could grow up. They should just fucking just grow, grow up already. Up, right? Grow Everyone, up already. Just grow, grow up, up already. It's 2020. It's 2020. Grow, grow up already. Up. Grow up. <laughs> grow up. It's like seriously. the worst message to have for 2020 and just grow up grow up because the actual message should be grow like up. we're going through a lot everybody grow up everybody grow up 2020 really um, so anyway, the, everybody is at a different comfort level with it. So I'm, whatever I say, if you're, if some people where they're at, and I don't rarely say this, I, I'm, I'm not yet trying to necessarily change anybody because, because there's some people that flat out say, no, I, you know, I want them to be in pain for a while and wherever they're at with it now's not my time. But what I try to do is come up with like wh- what my level is. And I don't still know if I'm full of shit because basically what I'm trying to do is rationalize something I feel. And I think there's some truth to it. I think I can somewhat self-analyze myself. But at the end of the day, I do want to be what someone that I really respect would say the right way to hope for it. I don't mind if what my instincts aren't always 100% right. But whoever it would be, whether it's the Dalai Lama or whether it's a fucking grandparent or an aunt or someone you know that is just so filled with wisdom and for the last 20, 30, 40 years has constantly guided you in the kind direction of growing, you'd go to them, right? I, I want that. I want that. But right now, the way I looked at it was, first of all, it's all... I don't... There is something into saying... And by the way, I swear to you, wherever you're at with it, just be there. But, but it's not like I hope he... I don't want him to be in pain. I don't want anybody to be in pain. I know that's weird, but it's my way of holding on to someone's sanity. I just want the behavior stopped. Yeah. And if I had a magic wand, I would not wish him to get the corona. I would just... If I had a magic wand, he would just disappear. I don't need... The one day with retribution and trying to get even, of course, I would just... But I don't have a magic wand, and this was brought on upon himself. And... There does become a point, and this is trying to make it even from a place of love, where when you have a family member or somebody you know that's a really bad alcoholic or a drug addict, to the point where they might be laying in the street with a needle hanging out of their arm, where it's bad, that parents, 
wish uh, they say it would be easier if they were dead. And when they go to Al-Anon, they deal with that feeling because it can make you feel like a horrible person. And in Al-Anon, you know, no, it's normal. You're wishing for peace, and it's not... It, and and you're not and they teach you you're not a bad person and it seems like a very well-rounded intelligent organization you're not no one's saying i hope my son dies we sloppily say it about trump but the truth is we want harmony and right. i don't and so i because if he did die maybe there would be some harmony but it's not it's not the only option it's it's not the only option what is what are your feelings do you do do are you, where are you at with it i'm at i don't wish death upon anybody because I feel like the Hitler comes up a lot too, where it's like, well, would you wish death on Hitler? I would for Hitler. But, and so I think Trump isn't necessarily Hitler, but he's Hitler-esque. Mm-hmm. No, so you're, no it's, one's listening. It's in the ballpark. It's, it's very, and you know why I went out of my way to say wherever people are, because not only do I have, am I, am I, this is today. And other things I wouldn't bullshit anybody. Hey, I wouldn't go off on a dissertation on not hitting children and going, yeah, but you do your thing. No, I don't agree with that. Right now, people, everyone, but I'm just talking about as you get more and more include. So, and the other thing was, is that, um, there was, there was a comedian that, that died a while back and, um, a, 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 a friend of mine knew him very well, and it doesn't matter who it is, it doesn't really matter, but, it be, but he said, when he died, my friend goes, he, drug, he, he really uh, juggled with a few, you know, addictions, you know, three yeah. or four, and, he was, and, and, my, and this person adored them. And he goes, the, he, he, was, he struggled, he was in pain, he goes, and I just know, I don't know where he's at, but I know he's out of pain. Yeah. And he, and he said that the first day, he didn't, he, he just goes, it's just, he was in so... So even from the most empathetic point of view, if you just wanted to go as much empathy as you had, he didn't wish it upon, my friend was not wishing it upon this person. There's a big difference. There is a big difference. And uh, so, because he said he was at peace. No, Donald Trump, it's hard to ever say it from this point of view because he's torturing so many people at every level. Not only rules that he makes, at least some people do things behind the scenes we don't know. We don't agree with everything Obama did, but he offers some level of peace to the world, too, which might not make up for what he did. And, you know, I don't have to. That doesn't have to be my goal to criticize Donald Trump is to not be able to point out a wrongdoing a lot of people felt about Barack Obama. I get it. I don't even know that much about it, but I get it and I understand it. But could there be some level of peace? So he said John Panette was at peace. You know what? It's fine. Yeah. Because it's come from a place of love. Okay. So <laughs> it's so funny when you try to, you know, for no reason. I was thinking as I wasn't saying Total it. Total sweetheart. Because yes. Oh, actually, he was. But actually was. I know. Fucking <laughs> so true. He's so fucking true. He was. That's why you don't over. You know when you go, oh, that movie was ahead of its time. Don't overuse that because try to save it. John Panette was a fucking sweetheart. Right. Yeah. But he, he dealt with a lot and he was. And he was at peace. He just knew it was a struggle for him just to exist. It was hard for John. Mm-hmm. And, um, and um, he's at peace. So even no one is doing what Donald Trump does if they're at peace. He is a tortured soul. Now, I know it's, it'd be easier to analyze it and even have a level of empathy if he wasn't using his... Not every tortured soul does, turns into what he turns into. But no one does that. You are a tortured soul. He... If you even believe in any energy or any spirituality, by the way, I sound like I'm telling you this, like it's the law of a rule of law. I'm just trying to hope I'm somewhat right or I have some behavior. Change. I'll, I'll yeah. look into not feeling that way. But he will be at peace for the first time in a long, 
long time. Is that bad to hope for somebody if you just, you know what I mean? I don't want to look like I'm just finding ways to say it, but, right. but there is some truth that it's okay to do that. Now, if you can't find a way, don't try to shoehorn some logic in when you know you're just stuffing. Right. But if you can come up with something, you go, well, is there truth to that? And that was all sparked from seeing that thing that said, that tweet that said, if you, you know, you're going to yeah. look back and realize, you know. I think it's weird because he will be at peace, like you're saying, but also we will be at peace. Right. There's no so, doubt about that. Right. So it's weird to say that about somebody that's doing so much evil, but it applies. Well, because you have to go, well, what do you mean? You, it's not for you to decide whether he's at peace or not. Oh, so you think he's the product of someone that's at peace, that isn't a tortured soul. Right. Whatever love, all that stuff you can laugh at, but there's truth to it. And son, he, there's no way you turn into that without being a just a tortured like just yeah you're maniacal mean and a fucking every you know every other word but um you know believe me so i'm not like oh poor donald so is a tortured soul but but look if it if the kindest way to say you you, you know wouldn't be so bad if he di passed died is that way you know so <laughs> if there's truth to it i'll take it right and I, I mean, I didn't sound like it was that hard to shoehorn in, shoehorn in. It was, I remember that story. I remember what someone said about another human being that they loved. Yeah. That they loved. And now I'm having the same feeling towards someone that right now is causing a lot of pain. And I'm willing to go, they'll be at peace. Yeah. Like, just stop it. Just whatever it is, I'll stop it. I'll even, just stop it. Just stop it. If you, just if you, stop. Once you're dead, I'll even forgive you and hope you're, wherever you came to wherever you if you're into the energy of the earth just back into the dirt they, as long as you're just not in pain that's all if, yeah. as long as you just it just stops and we have to make pretend that whether you steal you know money from a bank and a car and from somebody's house in one night cheating on taxes oh it's just you know it's the it's it, there's different levels come on and if and if you're not just trying to stick to an opinion there's different levels of people that have done bad things yeah and at one level i have to just feel like my best bet right now is in Joe Biden. No, I'm not thrilled either. But it's like when you go into a hostage situation and you go, oh, I don't have everything planned. That Well, yeah, you don't get to. We get to go in. What the fuck do you do? I don't even like this guy. How do we end up with two 80-year-olds? What the fuck? I thought we were, it seems like two weeks ago we had, you know, young people coming in. The whole way was changing in my lifetime. We were going to start having 45-year-olds as the president. Now we got two 80-year-olds. But I make a decision, and it's, again, there are different severities of evil. Not everybody's all good and not everybody's all bad. I get it. But... I go, okay, I hope that happens, and then, God forbid, he gets senility. I get it. It's in the picture. My get voting for him. I don't need anyone to go, yeah, you know that happened? I know. It's very high probability. The but only other option is Trump. The only other so option is Trump. So you've got to go. And, Normally, and it, I would say, hey, vote for, vote for anybody, because you should exercise your right as an American to vote, mm -hmm. but now you've got to vote for Biden. Right. Your, and, li your and life you, is worse. Yeah, and you know why I say this to listeners? Because, look, inevitably, they can do out and go do what they're going to do, and I get it, and some of them are not doing this. Some of them, and they're not uneducated uh which say they're not they're intelligent people i disagree but it look i still look at the, who they are from afar i know a few people in my life and they're they, i disagree with this adamantly but they're constantly like with other things like always on the right side and in this thing i think oh my god am i not learning a minute somebody didn't like and and then, so that's a good question is you know is it, it needs to burn more because some people said it's better that I get their th I get the theory a little bit like some you know that Trump it's better Trump got in the office than Hillary because it needed to burn 
it's it's sad to say it, but it needed to burn. Okay, but at one point, maybe they're saying we learned needs, our lesson. It needs to do that for more, more. But then someone goes, well, that's a privileged thing to be able to say. Like we, I think people are going, we burned, we burned. I know yeah. it did need to burn down, and Hillary would have made it like the status quo would have seemed like it was good. Yeah. But it burned. We're burnt. We're burnt. We're we're trying here. We're burnt. We can't. So we tried it out. It's, we it get why work. it did it in the past. There might have been a time in the '80s or the '70s where you had to start saying to show how much people root for that person and then maybe even though you know that vote is technically throughout it's penny yeah. wise dollar foolish that people go wow last time schmoogie pants got close to winning oh and next time people aren't as afraid to invert vote for an alternative candidate right. because you have to eventually do that or otherwise we're never going to say there can be more than two now's not the time for that is what friends yeah. that i love and respect they go yeah i we get that we respect it we understand it there could there is a time for that logic it's not crazy logic but now's not the time to do it and to yeah. know that there are different levels of evil and different levels of bad but i do believe there is a, a, a human being in there that has done some yeah fucking things that i don't agree with but not like trump the minute i say that it's not like yeah and, and not anywhere fucking near like trump if, if he was everything Trump was but topically seemed nice, that's a big bonus. And how much fair enough to be like, – in other words, if everything he did below – but just outwardly united people. He right. did – just unite people at one level, even a fake level. Fake level. Like how, how unfair – how fair do I have to be to, go, to, to saying if you don't like him? Yeah, but just at that. Like he can – so please vote for uh, – please for vote Biden. for Joe Biden. Yeah, it seemed like Trump was sort of like an X-ray that we – needed to see what's what's going on under the hood of our country with racism oh. and systematic inequality and money and politics and what needs to happen. Thank you. You said that beautifully because look, people go can good come out of this. Oh, it's an individual thing. <laughs> That's person by person. I yeah. hope because that is the only thing one of the monumental things that we could learn that look, I always say the two T's, Twitter and Trump. They did not invent these people. They gave them a voice. That means they were there. And ask any person who, are the, is, who is the, who is the, 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 the uh, you know, who these people are, affects them on a daily basis. They knew it. Yeah. You don't think they knew it? Yeah, they live it every goddamn day. We, we knew it wasn't perfect. We're not those people. We, you, you can still be way off without being a lunatic. I would say a lot of people, yes, of course we fucking knew that racist people still existed. Of course we did. If somebody asked us, we'd probably even have a number that was not like 1%. We'd probably know. But we didn't know how bad it was. And that is important. If you went, I always knew it, but you're going, no, I didn't know it was this bad. That can be flipped and turned into an extraordinary positive. If, if empathy always leads to something good and going, wow, that was out there. And they have a voice. They showed themselves. And we can learn so much. We can have so much empathy that we can utilize that and move forward. I hope that comes out of it because I agree. It was just an X-ray that was already there. Yeah, yeah. Like all these things were happening, but we were so like numb to status quo politics and where and we live and the friends we circle ourselves with. Yeah. Even also just like technology and your phones and screens. I, I remember like before the pandemic, I was sort of on this like weird, not depressed autopilot, but just this weird sort of like brown autopilot that i was just living through just sedated by i was on youtube i would go down so many youtube holes all day staring at social media staring at screens and stuff and then i feel like social media was actually used for good because it needed to be like everybody it was still talking is too. About, uh, absolutely uh, definitely more so but i feel mm. like once the george floyd thing happened everyone 
was talking about shit that actually mattered. And that was cool. Yeah. And it, and it was really powerful. You're right. You're really right. And, and, um, and it's really powerful. And, and, um, it just wasn't like your radical friend that was posting. Right. People did people. You, that's really, that's a, uh, I know now I even more know what you mean. And, uh, we were, we were talking about that, me and my brother, that it almost like in a way that we were proud to see people. Yeah. We learned that the message here is to, we got to speak up. And that's yeah. what gave me hope after that, because I heard a lot of my friends like we, it's a defying moment to find out how because look I realized something it, it used to feel horrible about ending a friendship because you I'll tell you exactly what it is behind my back they're going to go oh you know nowadays if you don't agree with somebody they just Todd Glass doesn't talk to me anymore because of this and you can make it sound like that but I could also sell it that, that especially when you have someone that uh, separated from their wife or mm -hmm. your significant other so I realized Wait, if you can, and, and let's even give it the best case scenario. I can picture two people. They split, and they did it really beautifully. But they, there can be love, but still, they realize, okay, so why can't I have that option and not be thrown right into I would never look at you, especially when it's a civil split up, I would never look at that as, oh, well, two people, I guess, just because you don't agree on the same band or the same, you can't vote for two different presidents. No, you, it was more than that. This is, this represents a lot more. And, yeah. and, and of course, that's a healthy thing to do. I just did it. I've done it twice. I've had friends that have done it. When it's done beautifully, it just makes the whole relationship that much better. And it can be done amicably in certain situations. It's harder. I get it. But so why can't I have that? And that is those defying moments when things happen and they and that you hear their opinion and certain it was why i didn't like it they went right to the oh the, the the rioting oh i knew i knew already where they were going if that's where they led yeah um and some of them i was so happy i heard this like 10 15 times now i need to be more involved like that is a that's a good thing to get out of this not yeah. like can you believe people what's wrong with people no, it was an overwhelming, I need to fucking get involved. Yeah. Even like the NBA right now, you know, my sweet, precious Miami Heat are in the finals. But watching the NBA, it's everything is Black Lives Matter. Their jerseys have like approved NBA like slogans for mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter. It's on the court. And it's like, that's how fucking important this shit is. Everyone needs to see it. The most amount of people need to get this beaten into their head. And you know, when you say that, I want to get this thought out because it's, it's really, I want to be very honest with it. Sometimes I'm afraid to back a company for doing something because I'm afraid, oh, well, people that know more than me go, oh, that they don't know what they do behind the scenes. And there are situations probably where what they do behind the scenes does not make up for it. But also, if we're going to be positive, and if they do something... And an aggressive thing, like, you know, not just a teeny little improvement. Like, wow, I noticed that with a few. OK, they know you got to really you can't just pick it up to, you know, pick it up two miles an hour. If you're driving down the highway, going the wrong direction with every social view, you can't just go, OK, we're going to go in the positive route now and right. we're going to go 32 miles an hour. No, <laughs> you got to pick just at least press on the gas. Give me a little more than I thought I get. Yeah. Some places seem to be trying to do that. Shoot for the moon. I hope it's because they know their algorithms to this. They see the mistakes they made in the 70s. If anyone knows where the country's going, that's why it gives me hope when I see someone like Nike put Colin Kaepernick on the on on making man whatever what did they make him uh, Sports Illustrated or somebody yeah. gave him put him like Man of the Year or something yeah. like that. 
because they know what it looked like when they've made mistakes of not putting the right person on. Now, I believe companies can have a heart, but even if it's not, even if it's all calculated, that's almost better. And talk about, they almost have algorithms of how things are going to weather. They see how it weathered everyone in the past. You can sort of figure out by, okay, what did we do wrong in 70? What did we do wrong in 80? Right. And now because of technology and just information and their time they've been in business, they can go, it's, we're not going to look good if we don't put them on the cover. I just smell it right now. We're, yeah. we're not being ballsy. We're doing penny-wise, dollar-foolish. It, it says it's, it's, our, it's our livelihood that we put someone on that we will look proud that we put on the cover. If that's Learning how they put them on history. the cover, that means maybe we're going in an okay direction to have a little hope. Yeah. You know what's sort of been getting me through the pandemic a little bit? Because sometimes I go crazy just in my house or just just restless and just wanting to just get i just start getting angry that i don't have my normal life i just think like we got there was another pandemic in what was it 1918 or the spanish flu they got through it there was a hundred years or however long after that and because history happened we know we're going to get through this and you know what i agree with you and like I said, I, I want to say this because I hope it changes people. Because I think there are what I call daily optimists, but not uh, life. Can life get better? Yeah. You have to find out when you're talking to somebody about what they're weighing in and how they're doing it. You go, what would be the situation where you think it would get... I've asked somebody this that I thought doesn't ever seem to be... There's a good outcome. Now, they're socially fine. They're who they treat people constant. I know them. They're always on the right side. Oh, yes, yes, yes. What do they want to be called? Whatever it is. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I'll take me a little while to learn it. But I got you. Yeah. One of those people. So very intelligent. But when it comes to can we get better, they don't want to say they're an, op an optimist because I get it. But you don't always get to tell people what you are. Sometimes you, you live and someone makes an affair, especially people that love you. will make an, affair, an observation how you are. Now, this person, I think, is a daily optimist. Always positive, always rooting, always upbeat, always kind, great sense of humor. But when it comes to can life get better, when I went in to ask you a few questions, a, pe a pessimist but doesn't want to call himself a pessimist, but it's always like, well, the question to me is, okay, if you, had, you could vote, this isn't a magic wand to create a world that doesn't exist, but from this point on to lead it in the better direction, what would be the best outcome? How would it happen in a realistic fashion? And it, sometimes they don't have an answer, and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, well, see, you, we have to have an we have to implement some plan. It's worked in the past. Yeah. Vote for this person here. Swing it this way. Always vote the rest of my life. Be involved with getting people to vote. Like just there's a few yeah. things we can all do and it, and it can swing in a better direction. If you don't think it can, all right, then, then, I, get, then I get why I wouldn't even want to have this conversation with you. Not because I don't respect that. I understand where your point is, and I don't think I'm going to change you. Not in a rude way. If I thought it was bendable, I'd talk, you'd talk. I'd talk, you'd talk. But if you think, oh, no, there's right now the best thing to do is tap out. If, if, if it makes Trump win, it makes Trump win. And you want to explain why that happened. That, that, I get it. It might happen. And then, yeah, we, we just... Well, oh, by we the just, way, I am going to vote for him again. Me too. Well, only because, <laughs> let me tell you something. Um, I'm going to vote again. I'm going to vote <laughs> I am gonna vote for Trump again. You know what? <laughs> He's bringing back the train deficit. People couldn't even. <laughs> you know what I realized that we, if we, we can live here, and things can get better. If you said like we, because 
we are hopefully in a temporary setback because if like if we acknowledge uh, um, I do believe if we acknowledge uh, uh, global global warming that we can do amazing things quicker than we even think and I'm not like a delusional what the hell was that what's my AC go Todd it's 40 degrees out ah it airs out the house it's fine completely wasting energy no that's our neighbors <laughs> so I do really do believe that if somebody I'm talking full throttle <laughs> <laughs> oh that's my chimney <laughs> <laughs> full full throttle because look what happened from the pan I know it's just topically but from the first three months remember when no hey, everyone one was like it's the most clean air we've right. ever had and that if, if you can do that in a week I get it that's short term and by the way I always use, this is very hopeful to anybody that thinks can we do anything because I get it it's like I would use Rogaine in the back of my head if I was 100% positive to work. But the reason people don't do it is because, like, well, am I just wasting my money? I know that's right. a weird analogy. But if someone goes, oh, no, it absolutely works on everybody, you're going to do it. But it's like same thing with, is there anything we can do? And I know a lot of people are going, of course there is, of course there is. And, and, but sometimes it's nice on top of that to get uh, uh, the air quality. I remember watching The Tonight Show growing up, and I know I've said this on the podcast before, and I want to say it again. The jokes Johnny would make about the air quality, the air quality is significantly better because of rules and stipulations we put on cars. And um, it, it, like not just like, well, you know, it's 2% better than it used to be. No, it's like visibly and literally it's amazingly better. I know the numbers are very, very high. I sound like yeah. Donald Trump. And it's the best smog we've ever seen. The best smog we've ever seen. People say our smog looks like Everyone's fog. Everyone's talking about this Everybody's smog. Everybody's talking about Everybody's this talking smog. They're calling about it smog. fog. Believe me. Believe me. Believe me. We've had the best smog maybe ever. People say our smog has uh, got a tint of hoo-ha to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I walk out of my house. I'm like, oh, my God, this fog smells like pussy. <gasps> oh, my God, I'm telling. This smog smells. Hey, no cursing. No more climate change. So what I think is that, and I was thinking about something else. Like, even, it's a weird way to say it, but if we would, if like, we're going to live here, we're going to, we're, if we're, look how well it sort of works already. Go back. Like, birds still flying around the neighborhood. If we don't, if we don't, if we don't bastardize the lands, we can still have homes. Like, we're here. I get it. We're probably not going to go back. The right thing to do is we should live in tents and go back. But it's amazing how much we can do and share the planet if we're just so much more respectful to the creatures that didn't, didn't learn how to use a gun. Like, we can cohabitate together immensely more. There will always be inequalities, I understand. But how about... Does it have to be as gross as it is? Can, can, can we try harder to live on this planet? And I think we can. And technology, the good part about it is that it helps us with information. Information leads to the change that it can make if we're just not fighting it. It's so, also so easy to be so neutral on it. It's such an easy thing to be like, yeah, I believe in climate change. All these scientists are doing it. And just do the bare minimum. You have to change your ways. And you know what I find a running theme whenever people don't want to change? Yeah. It's funny. Almost 100% of the don't time. Don't grow up. It, <laughs> they need to grow up. This might sound foolish to say, or I hope it's not a no-shit thing, putting things together. You go, well, Todd, that's what... But no doy. The comment, ne the, the change never is resisted usually because they read into it and they learned about this and they learned about that. They're usually... It's met with resistance because it involves them changing a behavior they had. Well, it's what they called that thing, or it's where they used to smoke cigarettes, or whether it's I used to use a straw. Yeah. It's 
it's just met with resistance because it means I have to change my behavior, whether it's a straw or whether it's learning non-binary the way it's all the same. It's yeah. what, what do you mean? It's all the same time. You're going to compare a straw recycling the redskins to non-binary. Yeah, it's understanding, understanding, Levels. understanding what it's like to go through transitional uh, uh, surgery that a person would feel not identify. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's like, what is it? At different levels, it's just, I have to rethink something I've never thought before. And that's just, you and know. Sometimes it, you got to learn the hard way with it. Like electing Trump. And now it's like, okay, the state's on fire. We know it won't be if, if we install somebody that will actively fight that. Oh, I hope. I hope. I, I was going long-winded. But it was... The, the, uh, the oh yeah that we can we can live here if we have someone in the office that that respects you know just just respects climate change that alone and then we could take all this information and be empathetic we can be at a better place I I refuse to give up hope I I do I really wish Bernie would have won yeah and I think it could have made this world a better place and I and I don't see any reason why you know uh, but I'm not giving up because but you I, know what maybe. Maybe the the people that voted for Biden, that legitimately thought that he was better for Bernie, maybe he has to be the guy. Maybe Bernie wouldn't have won. You know. So you know oh, what? Maybe maybe I, Bernie wouldn't have beat Trump. Can I tell you but something? It seems like Biden will. I asked this question the other night, and there's certain things in my life I'm very opinionated, but also don't mind. Like I have a few friends that I trust their opinion. Yeah. And I almost set up a board, not knowing to them. They don't know this. I've never told a friend this, but I have assembled a board, and there's usually a few people I respect. Some of them I don't even talk to. I just go listen to what they tweet or they their yeah. podcast to hear them speak on an issue. Miley and Cyrus. I, Miley Cyrus is one of them, and uh, and uh, and Kobe uh, Calais. And and and. Uh, James uh, Woods. Ford. Uh, what was her name? Henry Ford. Henry Ford. <laughs> <laughs> and my Henry Ford quotes. Now, Twitter what was her profile. name? Oh, no. What was her name? They were. She was rich. Not the Kardashians, but she Paris became. Paris Hilton. She became Paris Hilton. Yeah. So, and I, and I go to them, and Marley sometimes give me some guidance, and, some, and, uh, and, I, and, I, and you know, it's, it's nice. So, yeah. but hold on. Hold on. I'm almost there. Um, but. I think that, uh, yeah, I was talking about Bernie. If Bernie got into yep. office, that Bernard. we, um, that, that things could have, okay, hold on. I'm not forgetting. Okay. So Bernie got into office, things would have gotten, I think they could have gotten more progressive people. Oh, here's what I'm going back to, but he's not in office. And what keeps me on the up and up when I think, and I hope it, I hope it works for someone else is like to be positive with a realistic plan. Like if your kid was drowning, we, what you would, we need to put up fences around this whole pool. Right. And yeah, we do. But right now we, we can't, we're going to, we, yeah, you're right. The only way this is positive is if right now we just try to get someone not to drown and then we put up a fence. That's when we probably, I get it. If we save that person from drowning and then we don't put up a fence, that's fucking, we, we're, yeah. we're morons. So, but if we do both, that's the perfect thing to do. Not talk about the fence yet. Let's say, okay, and then put up a fence. I get it. It's a short-term fix, but we need to have it. It can't be no burn. People are burnt. Yeah. So we need to go get that person in office. It's Operation Get Trump right, Out. Right, right. It doesn't mean that you can't list some things that are horrible about that person. We, believe me, I Joe get Biden it. is the architect of the modern prison system. And well, let's hold him accountable for it after we elect him. Because right now it's Operation Get Trump Out. Right. 
And, and I think when you say these things, it lets people know. When I told somebody why I was voting for Biden, and look, again, if you're listening to the show, you, you, you might at the end of this go a, go a completely different way. That's all right. All we have to do is agree on, I can't constantly be disagreeing, but you're going to have your real hardcore fans that sometimes are doing something different. And you know what? I don't say that in a, in a snarky way. I still would give it a listen. It's not like I feel yeah. about hitting kids yet. I still... Especially when someone is socially always so right. And I try, but I go back to my other friends and go, but they said this. Uh, there's two people I talk to that feel differently on certain things. And I, it's getting harder, you know. But, um, but, but their social awareness really makes me give them a listen. It's always right socially. And believe me, that score, anything other than that, I'm not listening at this point what you have to say. Yeah. But they, they deserve that respect. That socially, they're always right. They're never, they're always, oh, whatever I need to learn as I get older, I admire. And on this, if they're still like, oh, or not voting, it's not that they're for Trump, but they're not voting. Right. Some of those people are, and I just say this because maybe if I change your opinion, that you'll go, wow, I never looked at it that way. Okay, I yeah. get it. And that's all, because that's all. And maybe if it yeah. happens. So I spoke my heart because I think it's worth it, but still respect if you, you know, um, yeah. understand. I'm not, I, I don't want to... Because, you know, when you listen to a show and then the person's criticizing you and, you know, it's, it depends what it is. If another issue, I go, sorry, this is where yeah. we can part ways. It's not this. I get it. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a criticism. It's like, it's like you were saying earlier that this really is a litmus test for empathy right now. Where it's like if, you're, if your mind is made up about Trump, you're probably either don't take my guns. I just don't. I feel very strongly about a, a, a abortion or... I love the economy. How and you're overlooking everyone else that's, got, that's already affected. So that's an empathy. How problem. about this for not swaying it that way so they feel like, because I think the people listening will appreciate this. Well, how about we just even talk about the people, I'm just not voting or I'm voting for a third party. Not, Trump, probably very few Trump voters are going to listen to my show, but yeah. there might be people that are just tapping out or voting for a third party. So what we're addressing, and this, this does exist, but they're different than voting for Trump. They're just like, no, I'm not voting for Trump but we're addressing the people that are just not tapping it out or voting for a third party. What do you say? You say to them, sort of what we're saying is that n not now. Right. Do whatever. Just, you, yeah. It's operate. I, I just look at it this way. All of our lives are considerably worse under this president. Yeah. And you if don't you have want, to if be. If you like four more years of literally where you are right now, then vote for him. But I don't think anyone is like, this is great. No, they just think it. I, I think the sentiment of it, it's because it's weird. It sounds like I'm agreeing with them. No, I'm not. I'm, no. I'm, I've been, but I have gone back and forth. I really have with two people. Listen to the, all right, and I try to hear them, and they're not, like I said, socially, both of them. And then yeah. I go back, and the other side won me over. It, oh, the minute someone said, uh, it's just. Yeah, I don't think you're stupid if you want to no, vote no, Trump it's a, it, or anything. It's no mm -mm. judgments, but it's. No, because when my brother said it about, some people might have disagreed then. Some, but, but what I'm saying is I did know some people that in hindsight said it about Hillary. Like I said before, they went, no, this would have seemed good on the surface, but it needed to blow up. And yeah. now, so, you know, at least people know when you say that, okay, they understand. But other than that, uh, you know, um, and some people say, well, it won't be better. And that's when you just have to give up because you have yeah. to go, wow, come on. You, Are you, you sure you're, you're not? You're tell me that if you're, if Trump, or if Biden wins, you're not going to have like a, a a a feeling of relief that you that you didn't know was on the back burner of your mind for the last four years. I know how it's it, well. Listen, it's hard. It is very very hard. But like I said, 
I, I, if I, if I want to be a pessimist, not a daily pessimist, you know, I call it a daily. Like you're yeah. positive in life, and you're yeah. think, but, da- but do you think things could get better aggressively within a two-year period where we see a visible change? Like even the worst person at getting it done, but has empathy. Let's let's go worst case scenario. Someone that isn't far from fucking perfect, but does have some good qualities. The person that surrounding them. Can we, can it get in two years, I say to somebody, I would ask this question and we'll accept their answer, but in two years, if we make a few right choices, do you see where it could get better? And if they go, no, okay, well then what's your plan for when it could? Right. Because otherwise you have, and if you hem and haw, I got to go, well, come on now. Like we got to have a real, it's like saving the kid. I think that was a good analogy. Yeah. There's more we need to do and there's probably... It would have been the way to do it, but now we're trying to get out of this. Yeah. So two years. Now I'm not talking about a ten year plan. I'm talking about a two year plan that will never stop. That should be the goal. Okay, we need to make this change now. It's not perfect, and then never stop. Okay, well then help make that happen. Where we don't just put them in the office. You said make them accountable. That was I thought that was really smart. Put them in there and then make them accountable make for them it. Make them accountable and like. Well, I voted for you, Mr. President, yeah. to wait to say this to you now. So please don't don't look, you know, when he, at a press conference when he can look a little bit like, you know, he's he wasn't good like of making he looks mad all the time. Right. He always looks like he's sometimes I get it. It's good to be defend yourself, but not always. And I imagine someone going, I voted for you. I voted for you to wait today because I thought it wasn't important to bring it up then. But I knew it. Well, more importantly, I do. And then hold him accountable that way. Yeah. And I think the House and the Senate will be more progressive than Biden if there's a big blue wave. So it's like not only will they be holding him accountable, but also they're going to introduce legislation that he'll probably go for because Bernie will be there. AOC will be there. All of these people will be there. And that's just those are the things that are going to be thrown around. Baseball should be year round. 82 games. That's basketball. 180 games. That's baseball, baby! Biden, total sweetheart. Uh, oh, he is. Oh yeah, he should God. grow up, though. Oh, He's but I do have something up. that's very intelligent and it proves I'm not, that I hope that I can still analyze him. You know, um,. Cody said this. He goes, and it did make it made me angry because I, you heard all the things I just said. So from a place of real fair judgment, do you? He said, and I hope this isn't again like one of those no shit things, Todd. The reason that Biden can't get the upper hand with Trump, even though I think he is overwhelmingly uh, we, everything we just talked about. Wait, what do you mean the upper hand? Like he, they, uh, you know, uh, uh, win. If there's something called win in a debate, like he came off better. Yeah. He goes because he's fighting, and the reason we think Bernie could have done it, or Elizabeth Warden, whether that would ever happen. I'm just saying in a hypothetical they would have fake put world. Him in his place. Because they're not fighting for the big guy position. He, he, we like him, and we think he can do more for the country. But let's face it, I still think Biden wants to be the tough guy. So right. when you're fighting another guy who wants to be the tough guy, you're never going to win. It's just but two if, old guys being alpha. It's just two old guys. And, and that's why if, if you don't want that role of tough guy, you can win. But you can't win because you want the same thing he wants. You yeah. might do better with your... He want, he's the guy. You know, hey, shoot him. You know, come on. You know, I'm the guy. Look at... You know, I yeah. got the glasses. And I'm the, I'm the tough guy Biden. in the room that stands at the podium. You don't yeah. sit and, and, and... And when Trump isn't... Trump, there's no respect at all, and Biden gets thrown because he's usually John Wayne, you know, where right. he'll come in and... Well, and Trump is like cartoon alpha, and Joe Biden is actual alpha. 
Yeah, and but it, the habit at all is not a good quality. And yeah. you know what? That bad quality that if somebody brilliantly could give him when, when they make speech to him, they, to tell him the power if he would let go of that. Yeah. Let go of wanting to... He might be so self-conscious, subconscious. I'm trying to be very fair. And I wish this could get into the ears. I always say that. I can't imagine what I'm saying right now isn't powerful that maybe some people should be saying to him that I bet haven't. Maybe if, I, if I'm wrong, it's good to know. But look, you, you got to stop that. You're going to lose. Yeah. And, and, and it's hard to say to somebody. I get it. But it's powerful to go. It's not. It's, it's preventing you from being a powerhouse. Let yeah. go of it. And then explain what it is. Let go of what? Well, and that's you go, the pain he's in. Like when you're saying to, to bring it back to he'll be out, he'll be relieved of a lot of pain. Like I feel like that is the source of the pain. Of of uh, Biden? Rem- no, of uh, Trump. If you remove the alpha, cartoon alpha, behind it is a ton of pain. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's hard to do that when he's torturing and literally killing people. I get it. Yeah. You know, so it's that place is made from a very analytical point of view. It's, uh, you know, um, it's easier to make. But it's the personal, the personal, I think, imagine the more you are personal, have a personal story, especially with someone that has gotten corona or died from it, your anger, I respect wherever it's at right now. I really do. And oh, yeah. I, I, I go out of my way to say that because... Um, because he's going out of his way to make you feel like shit. He should grow up. He's got to grow up. He should grow up. Back to grow up. Grow up. <laughs> okay, listen. Um, you saying grow up was a joke? What? Sorry. Grow up. Grow up. I love grow up. I'm so glad you started this. Grow up and there's... Uh, grow up or, and get out. And of course there's... Don't make me come back there. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Don't make me come back there. Grow up. Grow up. Shut up. Eat a hoagie. Eat a hoagie. Welcome back to Eat a Hoagie. Our guest tonight is... Eric Jackowitz. Eric, when's the last time you ate a hoagie? Uh, last time I ate a hoagie was last time I was in Pittsburgh, brother. What type of hoagie did you have? I went to... Oh wait, someone actually... A local actually gave me shit at a Fermani Brothers because I ordered it with no tomatoes. They go, look at this fucking jack-off who took the tomatoes off a Fermani Brothers sandwich. Oh! Yes! Oh! Oh my god, I'm so... Say it again. What did he say? What did he say? This fucking jagoff didn't. He took the tomatoes off his Permani Brothers sandwich. What a jagoff. Can I tell you something? I'm with you. Now, listen. Whoa, are you with me? I have to preface everything. I'm with you for taking tomato off. I take it off a lot, and sometimes. Tomato's gross. If a tomato is marinated, I've had Italian subs where it's like in an Italian restaurant and they marinate it and it slips, it falls in with the rest of the sandwich. Of course, and it's thinly sliced, but I'm not a big fan of when the tomato stops everything. It's like, oh, oh, there it goes. It's a tomato. Oh, look at me. I'm in between you. Oh, what's coming next? More of the other delicious mixed meats all together? Yeah, it doesn't mix in. Yeah, no. You could actually say it's sort of like the Todd Glass of sandwich ingredients. Oh! Oh. (laughs) Fake burn. Total sweetheart, by the way, Todd Glass. Oh, Todd Glass. No, he's a good guy. We're going to have pizza. Yes. I'm going to... I should... 
You know what I'm going to do in a second? I'm going to go put it in the oven. I'm such a slut for pizza. Oh, it's going to be so good. Did I tell everyone I, I just got these pizzas from Vaughn's? Frozen pizzas from Vaughn's. Hot plug. And then, uh, thank you. Hot take. And then I, um, uh, honestly, this is what I did. I put a little, uh, it's, it's not a big deal, but it, but it does add. Ah, it, it is good a at big doctoring. deal to me. I'm good at doctoring. So I put them, put them on a cookie sheet. They're just simple pizzas, plain pizzas. And I put some, oh, I got Mediterranean. Mediterranean. I added some real fresh spinach here. And then I poured some, on one I put red pepper sauce. You know in the square boxes, you get those, those soups? I put red pepper on one. Yummy. And then, and then I put on the other one squash, like a squash soup. Part a butternut squash. squash soup. And I did it last night, and you would, it didn't come out soupy. Like, you would never know. It just looked like that was in the sauce. It baked in. It wasn't like it was all drippy. No, it was like a, 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 a nice piece of pizza. You had no idea. But it definitely had that flavor. I put some, a lot of, a lot of fresh spinach all over the top. A lot of it. And then I if put the sauce. If you're planning on doing that tonight, by the way, I don't like spinach. Oh, no spinach? I hate spinach. Okay, I won't put any on yours. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, then good. Then you know what? I know. Just you're figure we get that out of the way now. No, that's that's perfect. I don't do spinach and I don't do tomatoes. No. Sh oh, okay. Well, but pizza tomato sauce. Pizza tomato yeah. sauce is great. You I saw like the ketchup. picture, but what did you think when I showed you the picture of the pizzas? It looked good. It looked but like you a saw fresh... the spinach on there. I thought that was basil, to be honest with you. Oh, well, you know how hard it is to take it off. It, non, you just click, click, and it's off. You know. Click, click. Well, because they're uh, they're made out of I, the pizzas are not real. They're uh, made out of tofu. I haven't eaten. I would never it's eat tofu pizza. Um, well, let me Save see. the wheat. Let me see if I didn't talk about anything. We're going to have a kid. Do you want to do a kazoo off? Absolutely. Okay. Let's do that now. You, We'll just both do a song on the kazoo. Now you will go first. Hold on. Let me get, let me get a hit of pot. We're not in a hurry. Let me make sure I talked about everything. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Where is my glasses? There, I said it. Hold on. Wait, I had them. Isn't that weird? Thought I did. How are you? I'm good. Um, do you want to do... You know, I, I don't... Well, that's what I wanted to do, so hold on. Okay. Remote. Oh, people with their noses. I'm glad I talked about that. Oh, it's just when it's hanging out like that, I want to take a pliers and go, cut it out. You don't understand. And they're worse than people that don't wear masks at all because with them, you, you they, oh, they would act so indignant. I've never approached one. I'm yeah. just telling you. If they have it over their face and it's under their nose and they look like. so far back. Really? They're going to say, really? It fell down. I don't care how nice you are. It's not going to be good. Yeah. So I just pour a bucket of water on their head. <laughs> how, many swipe, how many swipes of the deodorant do you do? Do you ever think about it, try to lessen it up? Two. I try to do two, and I started, and now I do two. I was doing four or five. You use the gel or the... Uh, Regular. I use Dove, just clean smell. I use um, Old Spice Aqua Reef Gel. Nice. You like the smell? I love the smell. In fact, you could say it's my smell. Thank you. I have a smell, too. It's called... Uh, I can't... Shit. Can't. <laughs> shit. I have a new fragrance. It's I have a new fragrance. Shit. It's called shit. You love it? It's available at ninety nine cents it. store half price. All right. You can find you can find it in the shit aisle. Yeah, in the shit aisle. So here's what we're gonna do. With we're all the other little, shit products. We're gonna do a little um 
Yeah, we'll just do a song and then we'll do it, and you'll do first, and then I'll go second. Love it. Do we have to guess the song? I'm gonna just I'm gonna enjoy it to tell you the truth. I just want to you know I'm just gonna enjoy sure. it. Yeah, I'm not maybe like 45 seconds. I'm just gonna enjoy it. You'll enjoy mine. Okay. We'll just should we make it a contest? Yeah. Okay. Let the we'll let the listeners. So just so uh, on the uh, on the kazoo Text challenge. Nine one one. Yeah, the kazoo you challenge. <laughs> you the sentiment is you were both great. I'm glad you had fun. But uh, email me at Todd Glass Comedy. Make it short. It'll be fun. The more you send, it'll be fun. Just um, just write Todd Eric one. Uh, Todd one Eric one, and we'll know. And it's the kazoo challenge. All the emails for every email where you donate, where you send it, I give a dollar to the same uh, to uh, to an animal shelter, not the same animal shelter, because I've the only yeah. time I've ever given to an animal shelter, shelter is that number on the phone, but I don't mm-hmm. know who I don't even remember where it was. And also, so, before we begin, I just want to say that a lot of people have been talking about uh, the voting about mm-hmm. the uh, yes about the uh, kazoo challenge. And I want to say that if I don't win, it will be rigged uh, because it's Todd's email, and you've got to. You, oh, you got to see where the. Honestly, release your emails, Todd, because who I'm are not, you to say who to, won this? I don't need to release my emails. Believe me, I will be honest. I will forward all the emails to you. Okay. How about you want to give your email? Yeah. You do? <laughs> I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, here we go. And I'll let you go. Oh, you want me to start? Sure. Okay. Okay, that was great. That was really good. Seriously. Do you know what song that was? Yeah, of course I do. And then, then, a friend of mine, ain't no friend of kazoo mine. Kazoo Man by Billy yeah. Joel. Yeah. No, that was really cool. All right, let me get my kazoo. Let's try this. Here we go. Best out of two? All right, sure. I thought I thought it was, I mean... It was pretty close. Yeah. We'll just let the people decide. I mean, you did have a whole band behind you, but... Maybe that's oh like... Oh, my do- God. Maybe that's Are like you doping. serious? Maybe that's like doping. Let's not do it. 
I'm sorry. Now I didn't. That like that made a difference. No, no, no. All right, let's call it even. Let's do round two. Do you want music behind you? I don't. I don't care. No, I think I think I got this. I. You know what's funny? I knew you were gonna say it. That's why at the end I did that because I gave you and you didn't even ask for it. <laughs> I would have given it. I. What do you think of the color out here now? Is it? Be honest. Is I it love too, the blue. You do? Oh my! I don't need this fan. All right. I'm, here's what we're going to do. You okay. do one more, and All then right. I'll do one, and then we'll take a break, and okay. I'll go throw the pizzas in the oven, and we'll come in and take it to close while the pizzas cook. Great. All right. All right. Go ahead. You do one. No, no closer to the mic. Trying to help. Fuck. Okay, there you go. I think you're being hard on yourself. Oh, I, I mean... I didn't. That was really good. I thought, thank you. No, I tried really hard. Good. What about you? How about your round? Once again, it has the band. No, I feel like you want me not to do it. No, no, I, what? no I think it's even. You go. No, you go. I won't do it. I'll just do this. sure you're not nervous or anything no, no. okay um do you want any music in the background now this is what i could give you um i'll tell you what it would be it would be like this love it is that good i love it it's not too loud okay no i won't i promise i won't yeah i promise i won't say anything bad about ty all right. Sure. Pizza by the fire sounds great. All right. Welcome to Eric's. You don't want me to say hello and welcome to Eric's segment? I have my own theme music. All right. I won't say hello. Welcome to Eric's Stocks Corner. Oh, I can have my own podcast now? All right. Oh, boy. All right. While Todd's lighting a fire, welcome to Eric Jackowitz's Stock Picks After Dark. I'm your host, Eric. Oh, what? Okay. All right. 
Okay. If you've been listening to the Todd Glass show. Okay. Promise? Okay. So if you've been listening to the Todd Glass Show for this long, A, I'm sorry, and B, tell us if you noticed the fan when it turns off. Was it a part of the podcast that you hated? Write in at toddglass69 at gmail.fart. You're tuned into Eric Jackowitz's Stock Corner. Where I'm going to tell you about everything that you need to invest in due to the coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic. Do you hear this? Do you hear the fire? Do you hear the AC? Todd is turning the AC off. Was that noticeable for you? Right in. I hear a fire crackling. Maybe you can hear this. Maybe you can't. Todd is squirting lots of uh, lighter fluid on the on the campfire. Do you hear that? That's the sound of a cool October night. Welcome back. While Todd's going to throw some pizzas in the oven, I'm going to talk to you about what to invest in this fall. The coronavirus has affected our stock portfolio like you wouldn't believe. That's why you need to take your money out of gold. You need to take your money out of Apple, most of tech, and you need to put it crypto. Cryptocurrency is a sure thing. Just ask (laughs) practically anybody. All the heavy hitters are investing in crypto. I'm talking $500 million crypto investments. There's one thing that we can count on for sure in hashtag these trying times, and that's Bitcoin. I wouldn't go with Libra, and I wouldn't go with Ethereum or any of these other ones. Those are fuck the bullshit. So, if you don't like Fakak the Bullshit, and you like the real honest shit, if you like the real honest shit, the shit, you go to Bitcoin, brother or sister. The central bank is pumping money out with these stimulus checks and unemployment. The value of the dollar is going down like gangbusters. It's kind of nuts. And one thing you can count on with crypto is that it's destabilized and it's not controlled by the U.S. government or the central bank. They're printing a finite number of Bitcoin. I don't know exactly how much, but, you know, either way, the stock price is supposed to go up dramatically by 2021. Probably 100,000 people are saying so. Do I want a beer? uh, No, I don't want a beer. 
Oh my god, are you pressuring me into having a beer? Are you calling me chicken? <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. So once again, that's Bitcoin. I highly suggest you invest in Bitcoin. You're going to triple your investments. Omelets are good. I had an omelet this morning with mushrooms, a little bit of cheese, feta. I had some feta. That was pretty good. You know what I did the other day? It was gross. I went to uh, Whole Foods and I bought salmon, like pre-packaged salmon from the fish aisle. And I was so hungry that I ate it in my car like smoked Nova locks I ate in the parking lot of a 365 and I'll tell you what I'm not proud of myself oh shit Todd's coming back okay hey, hey. oh my god Todd's back don't don't tell him what I told you by the way I know that was a, a, a bit slash I really appreciated that because I got to like well people are gonna tell me like did you hear the crackling fire and that was for one particular listener who says I'd really like to hear the crackle of the fire and, um, you know, that's why I'm thinking about maybe doing a temporary fire closer to here so you can hear the wood crackle. But you definitely heard it. Oh, yeah. It's weird because I said, truth, I'm not going to say anything. But, so, but I was able to get you to do that without saying anything <laughs> as I came back. Anyway, the Todd Glass me, U-Log. Let me, I'm going to have a cold beer, which I rarely do. I just put these pizzas in the oven, and um, I took all the spinach off. It came off so easy. I used the brush. You know the brush you use for marinade yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Now it's just clean. I brushed it. Oh. Because I thought I acted like even a speck of it would you wouldn't like, which probably you wouldn't even notice, but I took it all off. Thank you. And I gave you the Mediterranean one, and then I poured a ton of butternut squash soup on both of them. Oh yeah. And uh, and then it's just gonna be so you need 20 minutes. I need to go back in there. So can you remind me, or can we set a timer? Absolutely. Does anybody listening? Yeah, or maybe 15. The pizzas were not frozen. They were different. Um, you know, for does anybody listening to the show do this once in a while? You'll open up a beer and just have a cold beer. Like, I'll have, like, maybe four sips of it uh, most of the time. But that's it. Like, right now, I just don't know. I just wanted to... It's just good to have a cold beer. I don't you know. You just want to crack a cold one. Like, if there was soda in there, would I do it? Or is it just the cold carbonation that I want? And there's, there's no soda, so I do it with a beer. Like, my, yeah, my dad does that. He says he likes bubbles. And you know what? Your dad likes bubbles. Yeah, yeah goes, I heard that's I just, why your mom I, left him. Oh, she worked at the local Hootsie shop. He likes bubbles. That's why I left him. Let's look at my that, phone. That see if anyone's lug. calling me. I haven't had soda in four months. Really? Yeah. So I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to read this. I hope you're having fun with Eric. Sure, it that. would be a fun episode. But I think okay, I'll call you. <laughs> Uh, okay. Who That's the hell said that? My girlfriend's brother. Oh. I think, um... So the pizzas are in. Now we can relax. Now it's fun because you can enjoy... Sometimes you... you it's not that you don't want to do the show anymore. You're hungry. But if you yeah. know you're going to have pizza as soon as you're done, you're like, now you have another 30 minutes of knowing, oh, right. and then there's food. 
not we'll start the food. Well, now, since you had a cold open and then we just finished Act 1. We just finished Act 1. This is Todd Glass After Dark. That's right, everybody. Are you ready? It's Todd Glass After Dark. We watch porn and comment on it. Next guest is one of our favorites. He's making his 68th appearance on the show. The son of Maureen and Paul Glass, Todd grew up in a small town outside Philadelphia, a town that knew nothing of show business, but the popular Conestoga High School This is the clip that other shows are playing, because they're going, they're trying to tell their audience to come listen to the Todd Glass show, because we're cross-promoting. This is the clip they ended up playing. like, wait, if Jimmy Kimmel said all this shit. And like a Roman candle, it wasn't long before his career was shooting skyward, brightly lighting the Hollywood sky. Todd has appeared on the cover of Rolling Stone eight times, People Magazine 12 times, and Good Housekeeping once. However, Todd is best known for his work with underprivileged children, having donated millions of dollars to charities all over the world, all without taking a single tax deduction. This is an exciting night for us, because tonight, for the first time ever, the most handsome man in all of show business, with a head of hair to die for, and cheeks that every grandma wants to squeeze, has agreed to share with us his beautiful singing voice. Even his most adoring fans will be surprised to know that Todd has written over 7,000 songs, 80 of them today, plus four poems and a limerick. And his iPod has over 4,000 tunes on it. His new CD, Todd Glass, In Your Face, The Way You Like It, is number two on the charts, and it has not even been recorded yet. Ladies and gentlemen, a man that needs no introduction, Mr. Todd Glass. Like the act before me will wrap it up, you know, and then he'll just chip chantry, everybody, you know, everyone applauds. And then this. Our next guest is one. You know, and the band plays. And then I could bow for an hour and a half. I like bowing. I've definitely, you know, got, the, got the, the fun to bow thing. Well, when people give you a standing O every night. I don't. I wish I did get one. I take a bow before I get anything. I just come out and it's bowing you. already, like that I'm there with a the band. <laughs> I bow because look what I brought you. Like, I know that they entered into the comedy club with the fucking coolest music in the world playing. Darker than it's ever been before. Pitch with, black. With the whole band set up on stage, with the blue lights over all their... And then, then the guys come out in their tuxedo, in their, in their, in their uh, black shirts, but bow ties. And, you know, they look good, and the, and the instruments, and it looks cool, and it's just set up perfectly, and I know the staff... I love the staff, so usually if I'm at a club, of course, I'm treating the staff well because they're fun to be with, and they turn around and treat the customers that way, and I know when I'm at a club where I go, I can pretty much, there's always exceptions, but every person here is treating the staff, is treating the audience nice, and if, I hope my audience is nice. I always ask, I want to make sure, I'm very proud when a wait staff will be like, your audience, that's what they often say, you know, about anybody, they're your, they, everyone gets, you know, and if, if, you're, if you're drawing anybody, you know, but there were, there were times in my career where had nothing to do with me and it was just you know to take responsibility for the audience they were just showing up to the comedy club but when they do right. show up to see you and their staff because they're nice that makes you feel good that they're kind and that so when i by the time i get to the stage and now there's a three-piece band sometimes five playing yeah i bow hello what did i yeah what do you think look i brought all this here what are you doing what are we what are you sitting there with your when i see somebody not applauding i go into i have to learn i need nuts. therapy not even like looking engaged and someone said wait Todd now that you have the band you can sort of get annoyed with them even before you even talk yes by just now I move past it and often they change sometimes they don't like what it 
what are you talking about? Like, when I went to see anybody in the music and all that, and that happened at a comedy club, little do you expect it? I'd be like, what the fuck? And when I see people doing that, when I do see people doing that, it makes me feel good because I go, I think that's what I would do. If I would, you know, when I see, like, there's sometimes you look into the crowd and you, and like me and John will be like, yeah, they look like I would be, I know this sounds weird. If I saw this type of show, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah. It's like what happened when I saw Letterman for the first time. I like, went to a taping of Letterman and just, I remember walking in there. It was fucking freezing. The lights, the band, everything. No one was on stage yet. And it was just like, oh, I'm already so pumped to see Dave. And I just felt like it was such a, uh, a well-oiled machine. And everything was like time-tested. We know how everything works. This looks great here. This looked great there. The music that we're playing, the air. And then all of those things converged. And then Dave came out and I cried. Wow. But I don't think it was because, oh, I love Dave. I do love Dave. But... Because the production. everything was so right when he came out, it's it theater. elicited it's reaction. Theater mixed yeah. with it, there's an element of of, uh, of of dance to it, of like this, yeah. oh, it all works so good. We're making a thing to present to you, and we really hope you like it. That's why I love going to Disney World. You know, it's like, this was made for your entertainment. Every part of this was made so that you feel good about being here and uh, feel good about yourself. You know, you you really uh, you say that beautifully, and and it and it also motivates me to like to that it's not it is important just because a lot of people don't take notice to it. That's why they you know, do, th even if they don't it, subconsciously yeah, they do. You, yeah, right, right. And some people clubs don't take notice to it, and it's it's really it's the biggest crime of the century when a club for free can make a place seem more special, and they don't choose to. It is not an opinion. It is overwhelming. I am in the right. You would ask, you know it's true, and it's not cocky. There's other shit I can't do. There's other shit I can't do. I'm, I'm not good at math. I'm not good at science. I'm, but I happen to have a sense of overwhelmingly. All you have to do to be right is be right 90% of the time. Yeah, there's going to be some people that go, oh, it's too dark in here. Okay, I'm not talking about them. I know they exist. It's just the way it is. But I bet you 90% of the people that if they switch the lighting at a comedy club, like halfway through, they went, hey, folks, we're trying out some new, you know, yeah. uh, look here. I know it seems weird in the middle of the show, but what do you think? Now, if it went the other way, they're going to go. I've had people go boo when after I'm done on stage, like, you know, like if it's in yeah. L.A. and it's L.A. show and they happen to have a sound guy. And I go, hey, would you? I'm always really nice. I don't want to. I just, hey, would you do me a favor? Bring those lights down. Some nights the audience applauds and I go, oh, they're going to think that's my. Who applauds yeah. lighting? You do when you're sitting and it's too bright. And all of a sudden with one swoop, literally three seconds, if it's a club that just has it yeah. brighter, but they're not fighting you and they really bring it down, I go, bring it down around 30%. It's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Literally in a, in a second, everyone goes, oh, we're in the dark now. I don't, I, I like that. My Most senses people, are heightened. Cause yes. in the dark. Imagine going to see a movie. In the lights on. Yeah. It would be like. I'm I'm not taking this movie as seriously right now. I you know what? And if you if there was a one twenty five watt bulb at a movie over next to you in yeah. the corner, you would go up politely and go, "Is there a problem?" It. And they would not mock you. They would. There's customers, believe me, that are picky. They you know what they'd say to you? Oh my god, we're so sorry. They're, they're not going <laughs> to go. Sorry. That light stays on because you can't see the door. <laughs> that, that light's broken. It's always on. Yeah, like at a comedy club. <laughs> sometimes a, a bad comedy club. And this is what I always want every comedy club to re to hear these bits and pieces because. You, 
you, you just, it's, it, treat it like a movie. And if there's something in your club that you wouldn't have in a movie, that's a good litmus test because that's doable. You, and, and the only way you wouldn't do that is if you go, oh, no, that's not a fair litmus test to decide if it's a good club or not. Yes, it is. To be able to go, would I, not, I, not Todd, not anybody, would I want that at a movie theater? Now, I know there's already waitresses walking around and waiters. And I know that they're serving drinks. And I know that's how they make money. And drinks and food can be served beautifully at comedy clubs. Some do it really well, especially if it's just drinks. The Acme Comedy Club serves drinks. You don't even know what's going. You don't. It's it, they do it great. And I like people to be able to get a drink during a show. My perfect situation is not, believe it or not. I I don't. I like like sort of like dinner theater, but just drinks. Like a, yeah. like you know a room like that. That it's there's just drinks. You know, a comedy club or yeah. like a little. There's something about seat. like chicken tenders that makes it seem like this is. It's a shithole. Yeah, and you know what? It more is than that. And I'll give he- I'll give helium a credit in Philly. I hope all their heliums don't get lazy. It's the way it's served. Helium in Philly has a simple menu, but they serve it really nice. Even if there's fancy chicken tenders, with even like if different and they come out on a plate, nice fries. Yeah, they come out on a plate with a little you know basil sprinkled. Yeah, they with an aioli. What's that? Like a like a curry mayo or like a chipotle mayo. Yeah, or some there's weird ways kind of fancy sauce. that are fast too. And helium, they have a lot of hummus things and carrots. But they proved you can have a real simple menu, which you want because you want people to get food and not take forever, so it can be done before the show starts. But everything that goes out, and it's all just because it goes out on they they really nice plates, square yeah. plates, and and I always tell them, you know. That makes a difference. It makes me not be embarrassed. If you're going to serve food, I prefer just not, not. But if you're going, just serve it beautifully. Black napkins. I don't get, I've talked about this before. I can't go on. You don't like black napkins? No, they, they should be black. Oh, okay. Because the other way is like, imagine if you had black napkins, if, if that's not the right way to do it. You go, well, there's more than one right way to do it, Todd. Okay. So there's more than, so black's an opinion. It's an opinion. Yeah. Okay. This is, the, this is the challenge of the lifetime to when you go, no. I'll save it for opinions for opinions. I'm talking about things that, no, we, someone has to say it's right and wrong. Because you know what? When we say, um, uh, to say please and they say thank you, that's a good thing. That's just an opinion. That's man-made. We, but we deem as a society with all our arguments, yeah, please and thank you. There's some yeah. standards. So there's <laughs> yeah, certain, there are things that are right or wrong, and this is one of them. It's not just my opinion. It's cocky. I'm saying that. But if black napkins are just an opinion, you go, to black or white, they're both great. I mean, you like black. I like. Let's say a club does that. Right? Okay. Are you so, saying that all... All napkins should be black. Oh, I was going to say, are you saying all napkins matter? All, na- <laughs> all, bla- all black napkins matter. All blackouts matter. But mm. if you are saying that, like, when, when I sort of tease a club that when, when they've seen me request black and the way I sell it to them to not make me look crazy, I always go, okay, so if you're right, because there are clubs that have black napkins, very few. But if, if you're right, and you're like, white's okay, right too. That would mean, if you're going, oh, white's okay, too. That means... That if you had a friend that had a comedy club, I just imagine it, and he has black napkins, and you're there just hanging out one weekend at his club, and you go, hey, did you ever think of getting white napkins? Because then you could see them like all throughout the whole restaurant. Everyone sees dirty napkins all over. Right, then you could see like old ketchup. And, yeah, like, black, black, just so you know what you're doing, black, it just disappears into the night. Is that really what you're going for? Then it seems absurd that you wouldn't walk through your club. And to me, what it says is what you need the most because you're selling atmosphere. You're selling the way you're delivering comedy. Deliver it like the best of the best of the best of the best want to see it delivered. And there are enough of them to bring out. It might take a little longer. But I believe if you serve comedy like the best, the club that's the strictest, the club that... And if you have money to aesthetically make it beautiful, sometimes the people that know how to serve it don't always have the fanciest club in the world and comedians flock to it. But if you also have a sense of style and then you mix that with your love of comedy 
and you will serve it in the best way that you can serve it, you will be successful, and it's often um, not. It's yeah. often, you know, it's, it's some things left, uh, left undone that are... Yeah. And the, and the black napkins, it's like, go, oh, that's what I meant. So how do you know? How do you know if you, if you walk through your club uh, and you see white napkins all over and you don't have enough sense of style or to run a jazz club in New York... Like, do you think if a jazz club in New York that said you could make $200,000 a year working at this jazz club, running it, do you think you're qualified? Not, you're not if you don't see those white napkins because there's 50 other, 100 other white napkins things. And that means for someone that has a sense of style, they would go, yeah, we use black napkins. They disappear into the night. Bloody. You would have, if you don't know that, to me, there's 50 other things you don't know that are constantly going to make your club not so great. You know, as the... I know that sounds like a big criticism, but I well, know there's... Well, no, it, it, it matters to you. I think the, the seminal hard rock improv in Fort Lauderdale has the best vibe. It's a good Great vibe? Great lights, black napkins, good food. That's actually the first time I saw it. And it's you. an improv? Yep. Where's it at? Seminal hard rock in Fort Lauderdale. That's a big one. I saw you there when I was like... 16. Really? Yeah. Was I with Jack Lewis Black? Was you I were. That was the first stand-up comedy show I ever saw. Wow, that's You were the crazy. first live stand-up comic I ever saw. You know what's funny about that weekend? I was... I wanted to be there for that week. It was like... I think it was in the New Year's Eve. Yep. It was like... It could have been three days before. It was. But I wanted to be there because my ex... I had friends that lived in Florida, and I thought if I just go, like if they'll pay my airfare and give me a hotel. So I called them because I knew it New Year's Eve, and they already had a headliner. And at that point, I was headlining. Yeah. And I said, oh, if you just – so they put me at this hotel. They let me come in two nights early, stay a night late. It's a late. nice I hotel, go, too. I, don't, I go, don't give me any money. Like I was trying to sell them on it. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, we'll have Todd. As, and I hosted. Yeah. And – um. And, th and then they paid my air, and they gave me a really nice hotel, which was absurd. And then the I had – one at the casino. Yes, and I had a yeah, big yeah. living room, and then I had friends all come up, and we hung out, and we'd smoke pot up there, yeah. and we had like sofas and chairs everywhere, and I came in two days early, left a day late, and I opened up for uh, Louis Black, who was, uh, was he's such a sweetheart. What a sweetheart. Oh, what a sweetheart. No, he's a nice guy, you know? Yeah. He's like pleasant to be around, you know? Um, and, uh, and that was a long yeah. time ago. I saw Fuck. you there. I saw David Tell there, and I was such a huge David Tell fan when I was like in high school or whatever. I actually called him at the hotel. Like, I oh, you did? Yeah, because I, I hold was on. Dumb. Can you hold that thought? Yeah, yeah. Is it fifteen minutes? No, uh, maybe. No, three minutes. Three. Okay, hold on. Let me check. Yeah, just because I smell. Hold on. Hold that thought. Yeah. David Cross, and then we're gonna we're gonna bring it in for the close. Hell yeah. Welcome back to Eric Stock Corner. Corner. Today we're gonna be talking about. Why you should invest in Home Depot, Lowe's, Costco. These things thrive during a pandemic. Amazon. You need to take your money out of crypto since you've already invested in crypto. And right now, you need to put it in home goods, Bed Bath & Beyond. Stock symbol for that is BBBY. I put it all on Bed Bath & Beyond right now. The housing market is prime. It's really good. So. Hey, Bhagavad Gita. Hey, come on over here. You're acting like a gagoots. 
Todd thinks I'm ruining the show. But I'm not. I'm contributing much? <laughs> okay. Can you hear the fire? I can. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show with your guest, Eric Jackowitz. Todd's checking on pizza right now. He took the spinach off with a fork because I'm a four-year-old. You know my favorite thing is in movies is when they say the name of the movie in the movie. And I think in order to be considered for an Oscar, you have to have said the name of the movie in the movie. Todd, you know how like now they're doing uh, requirements for, for Oscars for Best Picture? Like you have to have a certain amount of uh, people of color or people with disabilities, mm -hmm. XYZ. I think... In order to be considered for Best Picture, you have to say the name of the movie in the movie. In order to be considered for Best Picture. That's a good idea. Thank you. Are you serious? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I figured you weren't at first, but then you know, I don't know anymore with you guys today. Mm -hmm. Um. Wow. How about if we do this? The pizza's... I had to turn the oven up. I didn't have it up as high as I thought, mm -hmm. but I would say 10 minutes, 12 minutes. Okay. And uh, But let's go to close. Um, it was a fun show. It was super fun. Wait, wow. how do you feel about me going to the bathroom? Oh, go. Go. Okay. Matter of fact, wait, hold on. Hold on. What could I... You know what? I just get... On the floor. What? <laughs> how do you feel about me going to the bathroom on the floor? <laughs> on the floor. That, not so much. Um, how about a little bit of... Uh, Potty music? Oh, I'm going to have great music. You're going to be over there. You won't even be thinking of this because it's just all... I know what to play. Will tonight be the night... Where Eric takes Bruce a pee? himself to... The Magnificent Miranda. I never met a girl like you before. so bad I don't know what to do I mean it's really bad I don't want to say anything he's like my one of my favorite people I know he can't find the bathroom can you find it oh my god he smells like like pizza and and, and cheese and a little bit of dog shit can me ask you a question I'm not being joking around does this is this what bothers people I'm gonna crunch so if you hate it, 15 second forward three times. But I want to know if anybody, I, truth, I want to know this. Does this not bother anybody? Okay, I'm talking and I go. Let me do it one more time. Two, truth, that'll be it, truth. Is that fun for anybody? I mean, maybe what would be fun? I don't know. It's just someone having a good time. It's like seeing a golden retriever be happy. Like, 
I'm just eating pretzels and I'm happy. But, remember, I said truth. Because I also get to can grind somebody. I just, I didn't want to know if it bothered anybody. I know it doesn't. That's why I overwhelmingly don't do it. But I want to know if anyone goes, I don't care. I like it. I guess tonight I'm drinking more of this beer than usual. But, uh, you know. We're going to wrap it up, everybody, in a minute. When Eric's back, he went to the bathroom. Let's hear Todd Glass. Number one podcast. From Right outside of Baltimore, but uh, me and her brother, well, we still we still talk every day. Me and her brother, but yeah, but with her, it's great. Never been better. Oh, she's the, she's the best. I love her. Oh, she is a and a hot and a hot and a hot. Boom! Wait till you see her. She's a not that that matters. She's a real looker. them that's probably what it means oh you're a real looker now you mean you're looking you're the looker you're looking at me sir. you're looking at me sir. i'm not the looker no <laughs> she's the type one that makes you look no you look because you can't get i always thought of mike pence when he if he if god forbid he got to be the president that's mike pence i thought it was mike pants mike pants hey i'm mike pants <laughs> hey, change his name I'm to mike, mike pants and i want to sell you a mattress but i thought that he would get a boner but it would still be soft. Like, that's how vanilla he is. Mm-hmm. Like, Mike Pence would get a boner. It would just, it would be unindented. It would just pop out and be like a boner. Like, if he would come with a bone, with a soft dick, because that's how much. He always enters his wife soft. Yeah, always soft. Because sure. yeah. oh, otherwise, it's great. It's like, oh, what are we doing here? What's yeah. gross? And she's like, I want to feel you grow. Yeah, no, and nothing. He's no, like, that's and disrespectful. He's like, I can't. He goes, I, that would be rude that to someone rude. I love. My, he, he would go, mother, that would be rude. That would be rude. <laughs> right. He's the type of guy. <laughs> Mother, you know mom, mother. You know when that was in the fifties? Well, he would call their mom mommy, 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 mommy. He would call her mommy. Like now, where's my mommy? No, don't desexualize your wife and call her mommy. (laughs) She's not your mommy. You do whatever you want. I don't care. Mother. Mother. Might be the night. Ed Eric. Eric. When you left, I told everyone you smell like uh, uh, pizza and shit. (laughs) I go. He smells like pizza and a little shit. Because I'm fun. All right, so we're going to go to Someone shamed me the other day. Well, you don't smell. I'm kidding. Accidentally. Why? Yeah. Because I I entered a, a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And I got, a, I got a text a couple hours later of a toilet with shit in it. And I go, 
You left me a real paint job. Thanks. Did you do it accidentally? No. Someone else shit in the toilet, did what they did, and then I get blamed. Do oh. I give off a vibe of like, I'm always leaving shit in the toilet, Todd? Yeah. Have I ever done it before? <laughs> I haven't. I don't think so. I think I've probably done it at one point. Not at someone's house ever, though. No. Sometimes maybe I go to get up and I know I'm going to blow my nose and I don't want to like just take a second and then you, but, but not never at somebody else's house. I'm so paranoid. I don't like to go to the bathroom anywhere. Especially in my car. I don't like doing the show outside anymore. It's these trucks. Uh, I'm right near the highway. It's like you can't even get Can we still talk about. You can't get a word in edgewise no. over the horns. Um, do you want to do some Cheesecake Factories and then we'll take and then we'll go out on that song? Cheesecake Factory is. I'll give you some. Sure. Hands. Hold on. Where I are did. We? I did pee my pants once inside of my car. What do you mean? Just, just you had to let loose. When I was 17 years old, I was leaving school, and I just cleaned out my car, so there was no bottles or cans or anything I could pee into the car. I'm on an overpass. I have to pee really badly, crazy bad. The most I've ever had to pee in my life. It just hit me like a, like, like a dam, and. I'm on an overpass and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be home in five minutes. Just hold it. As soon as I get over the overpass, gridlock traffic. And then I just start thinking to myself, I'm going to pee my pants. I'm going to piss my pants. There's no way around it. And I was looking and I had just cleaned my car. So there was nothing to pee into. So I was just like, I got to go. And I just sat in the driver's seat. Did it feel good at all or did it get bad right away because you're in your own pain? Or did you go, I don't give a it, shit? It was both of those feelings simultaneously. And so you short lived relief yeah. by now I gotta deal with this. And I just pissed my pants and you know what I did? <laughs> I go to a gas station, I buy Mountain Dew, and I poured it all over the seat and all over my pants. So that when I came home to my mom and I go, Mom, I spilled a bunch of Mountain Dew. Oh my god. That's smart. I'm so a it's, smart it's kid. Better than pee. I was a really smart kid. I didn't get in, into any honors classes or AP or anything like that, but I did. I Mountain Dew on it. Oh, my dear Lord. This is a uh, talented comedian who's one of our favorites, and this weekend he'll be performing at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Please welcome the very funny Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very happy. I love being on this show. Sometimes I see like a, maybe a contest. It'd be like a jar of jelly beans. It'll say, guess how many jelly beans are in the jar and you win a prize. Oh, come on, man. Let me just have some. Let's make a compromise. You guess how many I want. All right. That's the first joke. Hey. No, no, no. I'm on time restriction. All right. This shirt, this shirt is dry clean only, which means it's dirty. I bought a donut and they gave me a receipt for the donut. I don't need a receipt for the donut, man. I'll just give you the money. You give me the donut and the transaction. We don't need to bring ink and paper into this. I just cannot imagine a scenario where I would have to prove that I bought a donut. 
some skeptical friend. Oh, come on, man. Don't even act like I didn't get that, don't it? I got the documentation right here. All right, all right. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Thank you. I have, a, I have a cheese shredder at home. That's a positive name for it, cheese shredder. They're never called by its negative name because no one would buy it. Sponge Ruiner. Well, everybody. Oh, you want to do some? Okay, so. Yeah. Cheesecake Factory. Just think of you. It's fun to come up with new ones. Now, that's like you're on a cruise ship and it's very gluttonous. You know, I'll give you some of the ones from the past and we'll go to, we'll close on this. You know, um. Uh, you know, Chocolate Slip and Slide was one of Rory Scovel's. Stick your head in a mustard buffet. There are announcements being made on the cruise ship, and people love it. Right, want right, to paint right. the picture. Oh, they love it. They hear it. They're not. They're like, oh, they hear blah, 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 running. The cruise director. He's the cruise director usually. Or, yeah, he's that. Hey, today at seven, we're gonna play play uh, 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 meet the guy who invented uh, chunky peanut butter. You know, people like that. They were. Oh, did you hear what happened? I met the guy who uh, take a picture with a lifestyle statue of a butterscotch Tom Hanks. These are the ones. From the past, you know. Right. Uh, 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 Hold, take your, take a selfie with Amy Winehouse's bones. Would that be some gluttonous <laughs> people would want to do? No, uh, it has to be something. Oh, it has to be gluttonous. Yes, yes, because that's it. It's, it's a very like. Um, Swim in a tank of P.F. Chang's. It's called the Chang Tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Right. Um, uh, uh, a bologna buffet at midnight over a hundred pounds of bologna <laughs> with you know different, you know, just stuff yeah. like that. Uh, come to the wellness bar. We'll shove fudge up your ass. These are the yeah. ones from the past. These it's are the fuck ones. Fuck a pizza done. Saturday. What is it? It's fuck a pizza Saturday. Fuck a pizza Saturday. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have fucking pizza Saturday. <laughs> We're going to come down to the Lido deck and fuck a pizza. <laughs> we have miniature pizzas. Calzones. You want to fuck a ravioli? Uh, 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 calzones. <laughs> fuck a ravioli. It's Thursday. Throw all the fruit into the ocean and let a, a, watch a dolphin choke on an apple. And then we make dolphin cotton candy sundaes. Just they don't care. Yeah. They're not like, well, that's cruel to the animal. They're like, ah, I like cotton candy. And I bet dolphins fluffy. Yeah. They're, they think their fish is fluffy. They think it's like shaved ice, but only dolphin fish. And it's like, oh, I, I like a dolphin sundae with cotton candy. Sure you would, you, you, you fuck. You fucking idiot. Sorry, I didn't mean to admit that. But anyway, t- 2 o'clock. <laughs> Hey, play shuffleboard with real raviolis. <laughs> That's right, shuffleboard with real raviolis. Play shuffleboard with Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. No sign tits only. No, but that's not. That's not. That's so gluttonous. That's not gluttonous. All right. It's to be food Get related. Get sprayed by the M&M hose. <laughs> it's it's gonna hurt. It comes out out of an actual fire hose at 300 miles an hour. Oh, I like it. The M&M hose. Just See open there. Open up your mouth. Now, and just blast now you're fire getting hose. the others were just you know. My uh, others. Oh, my others were shit. I didn't get it. No, now you do an M&M hose. Hey, get a, a, a hot roast beef jacuzzi. Bathe in the exact sauces that your roast beef's cooked in. If it's good enough for you to sit in it, it's good enough for your roast beef. <laughs> and then take we'll, a tip at the Oju bar. Take a tip. Yeah, get take you get your Oju yourself and eat your own hand. We'll we'll take it against your will and deep fry your own hand in cotton candy. Visit our spa where everything is Oju themed. 
Take a dip in a pool of Take a dip in a pool filled with hot fudge. Spaghetti Thursdays. We'll come down here to the Lido deck and we're going to dip your body into hot fudge, shove it up your ass, and, and take a big life-size pretzel and, and beat you with it. That's right. Turn your faucets on, everybody. There's hot fudge coming out of those faucets. It's Hot Fudge Tuesday. Oh, banana split made from real people. More people than get your way. We made banana splits out. Chocolate syrup lube. For six. Hello, everybody. Two hours and 26 minutes. It is here Thank you. I'm a baby again. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, Eric Jackowitz. Is there anything you need to plug? Um, I'm in a band called The Cooties. The Cooties, of course. Always send a lot of love The Cooties way. Do you guys have anything new out? are about to release a new video. What's it called so people can look for it? Okay, it's our new music video. It's called Raisins. Raisins? Raisins. All right. You can listen to my podcast, Success Express, with Ethan Edinburgh of the Cooties every Wednesday at online. I like you it. listen to your goddamn podcast. Wait, say that again? Wherever you're listening, don't be cursing. Sorry, you said a few naughty words tonight, but I'll talk to you about that off the air. Yeah, I'm sorry. not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like, the way you are right now, the way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you, not your toys, they're just beside you, but it's you I like. Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like It's you, I 
Lie.